0: of Real Racing USA.
1: It's come down to this, 100 laps, 5 to go at the line, 5 cars nose to tail heading down into turn number 1, it's anybody's race, inside Florida, Florida Racing, it is definitely crunch time, somebody's going to have to make a move, 3 laps to go as they cross the start finish line, going down into turn number 1, they start to fan out, coming off a 2, they're side by side, down the back straight away, inside, inside Florida, Florida,
2: Florida racing. racing, that's it,
1: coming off a turn 4, white flag in the air, checkers or wreckers, anybody's races. as they go down to turn number 1, they fan out, 2 by 2, 3 wide Coming off the turn number two, they get sideways, down the back straightaway, someone breaks loose to the top, trying to make the run up on the high side, going to do it the hard way around, coming around four, there's still two by two, three cars drop back, it's one car coming out sideways, Who's on the inside, coming to the line, it's anybody's race.
3: Inside, Florida, race.
4: inside Florida, racing. Florida Racing. Inside 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 Florida Racing
5: inside for the racing.
6: Yeah, you know, we got we got to thinking at the stop, and this track is so check, good on tires check, and, check, and and you know, if you don't know, just be, one, you got to take care of is the right front. Me and Dickie sat down and we check, said, you know, check, hey, we're going to come in a short pit. Everybody else is going to have to pit sometime or another. So, you know, we're going to come in and we'll be leading at the end. You're the best. And, uh, you know, we came in, it worked out the plan. Uh, you know, there were a couple we didn't expect some guys to come with us I and mean, made us run a little bit harder than we wanted to there early on, but it
7: worked out looks like. All right. Well congratulations to you, Jeff. Your second win. Uh-huh.
6: Oh yeah, you know, he he knows what it means to win this race. He's done it twice, and I just feel honored just to tie him and, and you know and to do it in his car is an honor. I just gotta thank all those guys, Chuck, everybody who come out uh to watch me race, the whole village fan club. They're all waiting to get some pictures and uh
7: we thanks everybody. Let me get in here real quick. Vicky Anderson hey! hey! as a driver, here first as a car owner. It's got to make you feel really good. Boy, you guys dominated there toward the end. Well, you know, all year long we've had uh, just an unbelievable race car and we proved it the last race up in uh, Lake City at the Cecil Williams Memorial and uh, the last uh, Governor's Cup here last year, we felt like we had the car to win. We had a hub break and warm-ups, but uh, you know, the Governor's Cup really means a lot. That's, that's like our Daytona 500 here, you know, in Florida and uh, you know, uh, me and my son both have won it and, and I, it's just great to win With Jeff now. Well, Dickie, congratulations to you. We'll let you get over there and get the pictures too. All right, buddy. Thank
8: you. All right. Turn me up a little bit there, Jack. Yeah, you're listening inside Florida Racing. I feel like that I'm inside a box. It sounds like. You are inside of a box. That's what I feel like. That's what it sounds like. It's the
0: way it is, man. It's live radio.
8: Yeah, we need some sponsors so we can get some new microphones and get Jack some real equipment when he's out there doing uh, interviews. Oh, I there. know that bugs you, don't it? Well, yeah, man. This is yeah, yeah. This is uh, Jack. Uh, we're here live at. Uh, you know who was doing that interview? Cup. You know who was doing that interview? No, I couldn't tell. Dave Westerman. Dave Westerman, and it didn't sound. Like, that didn't sound like Dave. I could imagine how silly I would sound on that. That was Dave Westerman. But, you know, uh, this is Rob Elting. uh, You're listening to Inside Florida Racing, a.k.a. Bonehead to uh, some people that really. 35,000 watts. Yeah, eight stories up. Um, Not doing it alone tonight, but uh, CeCe, I have no female in here, no Carol, no CeCe. No more females. We run them all off. They're gone. They're out making Thanksgiving turkey dinners so. and stuff. You this know? is the Thanksgiving show yeah. where we should all give thanks. Alice's restaurants coming up. Um, Jack, he's in <laughs> the house with me today, and uh, we've got a special guest. Jack introduce our special guest that's in here with us today. Typing away with the fingers over there.
0: That's right. Because we 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 need a new uh, a new piece of media in the state. A new piece in the puzzle. A media a racing media puzzle. And we're going to have one, because in uh, January, Scott Lombard is going to produce a new magazine. He's going to tell us all about it here in a few minutes. But last week, uh, Rob, you know, we had uh, Dick Anderson on this show. Yeah, we were like Kreskin last week, right, because having the winners on here. Didn't we say, this is is the Anderson factor. Uh, Yeah. Well. And, And Jeff went out. We had Jeff on, and we had Wayne on, and. Uh, Jeff just went out, and I'll tell you, it looked like the days of old when Dicky was driving the car. Because as the, as as once he got to the front and actually got the lead, he just got stronger and stronger. It looked just like Dick Anderson was of days of old.
2: Well,
8: I I just don't understand why he doesn't bring a ninety-two and a ninety-three. Uh, who would drive the ninety-three? Him i still say i want to see him drive dick he just got he said let's see not last time we talked we didn't even talk about it now that jeff is winning everything dick's like oh well, why do i want to waste my time but uh no uh seriously uh jeff really did a a jam up job there and uh scored his second you know governor's cup win and i'm sure dick was just ecstatic you know and uh it was very interesting that we had him on there and they talked about the preparation of, of getting ready for that race and uh my gosh, they went up there and got it. So I didn't go, obviously. Uh, Jack, you went. How, how easy was it for him to get the win? Was it an easy deal, or did uh... no? It was
0: nothing as easy in that. Field. Yeah. When you get 30 cars in the track at New Smyrna, you know, you know that you've been there, and it, it's never easy. Um, I'll tell you. In the beginning, of course, Travis Cope and uh, Tim Russell, uh, they were. Uh, uh, tra- Travis led most of the laps in the early going, and then. Uh, you know, Timmy tried to pass him a few times, didn't make it. And then when he went in, and Cope went in the pits, pitted, and uh, Timmy got the lead. Of course, nobody's going to pass him.
8: Let me ask you something: and, uh, Is there much passing that goes on in this thing, inside, outside, or is it? Well, yeah. I mean, we're not talking like dirt racing,
0: you know. But, no, uh, but
8: I mean, like like anything. It's yeah, like, like well, at Lakeland. At Lakeland. There's you can a run inside and outside anytime you want.
0: There's a lot of passing, but you know, when you get close, the closer you get to the front. There's less passing, you know, and I'll tell you, the first five, it was, the first five laps of the race were nerve wracking. I forgot to, I wanted to ask Dick about this, and I didn't, uh, because Choquette was starting right behind, uh, he was starting in sixth, right, or Schofield was starting in sixth, Jeff, the enforcer, Schofield was starting in sixth right behind uh, Choquette, and uh, on the very first lap, he jumped up and got right side by side with him. So they ran around the track together, side by side for about five laps. And all I could see is a wreck happening and Dick Anderson going crazy.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad Dick let all that play out because it played out perfectly for him. So tell me about Schofield. Um, He broke. Did did he have a good car? No. Well, I don't know if he did or not. He
0: jumped up there, and he he couldn't get by uh, uh, Schofield or Choquette right there in the beginning, but then he broke uh, right then in like lap eight or something like that, as did B.J. McLeod. Patrick Conrad, surprisingly, and he won some some races over in the the fast car super late model to get here in the last uh, few months. And and he he uh, when he got the lead, I I along with a lot of other people, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him about that. But I think they may have made him. They didn't have the right pitting strategy going on. They he led a lot of laps, and he would, definitely could run with the big guys, but uh, and the big guys being you know the Showcats and Cope and. and uh, like that, and uh, but uh, he led a lot of laps, but uh, he couldn't. And when he went into the pits, and he there was no way he could get back uh, into that top five there, like that. Well, I see
8: my man Dwayne Dempsey finished in fifth. Dwayne did good.
0: I Dwayne mean, did very good. He's
8: right there. That's bringing yep. up the old school. Yeah, he did
0: very good. He did very good. He. Uh,
8: I mean, no. Ricky Carmichael finished seventh. Let's tell you what,
0: Carmichael. Um, I that was a surprise to me. Um, you know, it's the first time I actually saw him race. But you know, I follow. What he does in the the races he runs in Florida, um, I was surprised that he finished that. I mean, he was he was a solid solid
8: runner there, no doubt. I bet he wouldn't like he, to hear you say that. No,
0: he ran. Well, he was. He surprised me. I didn't I didn't think he would be able to run that well on 200 laps with those big, you know, the, those guys of all that experience there. And he ran. He didn't. He didn't come from nowhere to be seventh.
8: He he had good qualifying effort and he ran up front um, all night. So great, yeah. Well, it was a a a big field, um thirty three cars actually uh well thirty one cars started the race. Looks like a couple guys had some problems. Yeah. I see Robert Yoho was there, Jimmy Cope was there. Yeah, Cope was starting in the back. He was spotted for Leroy Porter was there as his spotter. Fane Skinner was there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Fane didn't didn't get in the finish circle in the victory lane and throw up on anybody. So B J what was his major malfunction of the night? Same thing as Pretty
8: much same thing as Schofield, I believe. I was the oil pump. Yeah, you know that's Something what happened like that. to me. That's what happened to me a couple of weeks ago at Charlotte. Was the oil pump, and what happens is a lot of times you break the valve spring piece goes down there. Better check your motor out. That's all I can tell you when that happens. Yeah, just one of them things.
0: Well, I'm it, glad it was you had cool. A good time. They had a, they had a very good crowd. It was the 42nd annual uh, running of that race. It was a very good crowd, a good turnout, lots of good stuff going on in the pre-race festivities there as always, and. uh State Senator Bill Posey was there, and uh, Volusia County Sheriff uh, Ben Johnson was there.
8: And, uh, keep keep the politics out of it, would yeah. you? Well, those guys... What, what, are, what, do they pay you? Are they running again, or yeah, what? what's yeah, going they, on? of
0: those guys are cool. They're good guys to support racing in that area, you know.
8: Let's talk about Steve Doerr winning the Florida Mini Stock Challenge 100. Now, Steve Doerr, he's he's got a car that I think is good enough to race. But if you ask him, if talking about late models. Now, he says, oh, he doesn't have a car for it, but... Um, so he went and he ran the mini stock challenge and pretty much uh, wiped that up. Pretty no,
0: pretty. Well, actually, he came in second in the running. But, see, the guy who who was actually won the race on the track was DQ'd. He had, um, he had a problem with his motor was apparently six inches arrears um, rears of where it was supposed to be.
8: Well, that means he was cheating. As a matter of fact,
0: Petey Allison. Uh, as a matter of fact, we can ask Scott Jackman about this later on when we have him. We're going to be talking with... Scott and Becky Jackman, who run the Florida Mini Stock Challenge Series, and two other fast car touring series, um, they didn't disqualify him. As a matter of fact, Petey Allison, the owner of of uh, uh, Jared Allison's car, they packed it up and went home in protest because uh, they thought he should have been DQ'd, uh, not allowed to race. They added weight to his car, um, and the guy won the race, and then it turns out he still wasn't right on the weight, so he got DQ'd and... Uh, door won, and therefore he got the big deal. So, yeah, he won. He won. He won. So he won. A win's a win's a win. Yeah, and he said he was going to win. Well, he he didn't lie, did he? No, he didn't. So uh, tell you what, let's um, talk with um, Scott Lombard. Scott, you uh, you Scott have Scott Lombard. Scott, you have some affiliation with uh,
9: Walmart, don't you? Yes, sir. I'm a co-manager with Walmart. Cool. Well, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Glad to be here, and I appreciate you uh, calling me up and asking me to be here. What do you do at Walmart? I'm a uh, co-manager over at the uh, Burdock Circle Store. Really? That's right.
0: When we when we bring somebody in for Walmart, we're not bringing <laughs>
9: in the guy
0: who's the welcome dude. Okay. Well, I was. We're bringing <laughs> in the big guns. Okay.
8: He's way too young to be the welcome dude, <laughs> especially in Port Charlotte.
9: I haven't retired yet.
8: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. You've got this magazine. What was the name of the magazine, again, for folks that uh, we already told them once, but it it's didn't be, compute?
9: Uh, sorry, Rob. It's going to be Sunshine State Racing, um, short track style. We're going to be covering all the tracks here in Florida. Uh, actually got into this a little bit from uh, coming down to the track and, and watching the attendance here and, and knowing that I want to heighten the awareness of short track racing down here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
8: That's okay. We're just moving some mics around. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's all. It's right. like a circus here. You just have to be able. See, you have to be able to just keep talking. Like, just this like is called did. good old time live radio, out of the box. So keep going. Uh, talk to us about this magazine.
9: Well, as I said, it was going to be uh, to heighten the awareness about uh, short track racing down here in Florida. Uh, was lucky enough to move down to Florida about a year and a half ago. Uh, was welcomed into Bobby Deal's track down at the uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park uh just fell in love with the uh things that he had going on down there, the fact that he wants to take that track to all new levels um, just looking forward to uh doing what I can to uh basically uh heighten the awareness and you know get some of these race car drivers out there and get them visible and uh looking forward to doing a lot of driver interviews a lot of pictures that 's basically what the magazine is going to be all about is' the drivers
8: you know you 're talking about Walmart and you 're talking about Bobby deal, you know um. Uh, you know, Walmart's got the money and Bobby Deal's got the brains. They ought to be able to put something together over there.
9: <laughs> well, they could putting,
8: call that the Walmart racetrack.
9: Without putting Walmart down, I can tell you, uh, it, Walmart doesn't really put its money into um, yeah, I mean, yeah I events that. such as that. And I, I hear that every day that I'm at the track. Hey, we're looking for a sponsor. You know, I mean, is Walmart ready? Uh, everybody wants to put Walmart on the car. Uh, i can tell you that most of the things that i've done so far uh for bobby deal or for that track under walmart's name has gone through uh my pocket and uh you yeah, know i mean we've done a few things for him through uh through walmart but uh most of the stuff's come out of my pocket and uh it's just a a way to bring walmart's name down there and and help him out a little bit and uh, you know help out walmart at the same time
8: yeah they they absolutely need that don't they <laughs> So get back to the magazine. That's what it's all about. This uh, magazine that you're going to have now, it's going to be featuring uh, racers from various tracks all over the state of Florida,
9: all over the state of, uh, state of Florida, you know, anywhere from five flags on down, uh, just hitting the short tracks. We're going to the uh, dirt tracks as well. East Bay, of course, Ocala now going dirt. And, uh, we're well, to have a lot of fun in, out there. Hendry
8: County Speedway. Don't forget them. And they got this, uh, new, uh, dirt racing series. Jack, we're going to be hearing something about this dirt racing series some more, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, uh,
0: Ken Kenny and the uh, we're gonna they're gonna be. Uh,
8: What's that? There you go.
9: You're popping it off. Uh, oh, yeah.
8: it's, it's it's that like, microphone. Uh, it's Ken. Here.
0: But uh, yeah, they're gonna be on uh, on our show a whole bunch, and uh, we got some, some maybe seeing some ads here coming up. Here soon.
8: You know, I've been thinking about it, Jack. I'd really like to do some of that late model racing on on the dirt. Um, it looks like fun, you know. My buddy Sean there, he did pretty good with it last year, so maybe I might have to give him a call and see if he can help me out. Maybe uh, maybe it's time to go get dirty a little bit. <laughs> so you're going to be covering uh, everything from asphalt to dirt, different kinds of racing. Uh, um, I'll say this, you're going to be a busy man.
9: Looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I see a lot of these drivers out here today, uh, 14 years old, uh, developmental drivers out there, people that are are just getting into as as you said uh late models like uh uh we're, we're talking about uh, developmental drivers such as matt bowers uh you also have people out there um, such as Ross tastain who just started getting involved in it just i mean you've got young talent out there that's yeah i mean coming coming alive and uh getting some seat time in these late models and yeah i mean they're the kids you know i mean we've got some older folks in there too not you know pointing at you rob but uh, that, you, know, I mean, you need the picture I'm in this old. magazine.
8: Yeah, well, my days of needing pictures in the magazines have gone down. But, you know, nobody turns it down. I mean, I, I won't charge you to put my uh, image in there uh, as I've charged some in the past. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, notoriety is what a lot of the racers are after. You know, for, uh, some of us race for different reasons, but uh, the notoriety is always nice, you know. And, and uh, I wouldn't call it necessarily notoriety, but a way to document... What well, you do. Something that I regret is uh the print that my name came in, you know, five years ago, six years ago when I was racing when I was running the Florida Pro Series was in many of the magazines and uh I just didn't care about it at the time and I kinda wish that I did. You know, and you think you live in this, you know, computer world where everything is saved and, and a lot of it is, you know, but um a lot of it isn't. So, you know, the best thing to do is to, you know, always keep that printed media. Now How are you going to uh,
9: distribute this magazine? Well, we're uh, looking at distributorships. We're looking uh, at a couple of different uh, companies out there that distribute through a lot of the different uh, retail establishments. Uh, I've gotten out and talked to quite a few business owners uh, that are willing to go ahead and put their their advertising dollars into the magazine and uh, also sell that magazine at their establishments. Uh, so we're, we're looking at a, a bunch of different things. Of course, I want to try to get them out to the tracks. And, uh, you know, if the tracks want to sell them, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll cut them to the price and let them sell them at a retail and do what we've got to do. Uh,
8: very interesting. Uh, I will give you one suggestion is you need to give a bunch of them out for free. <laughs> uh, drivers especially uh, because you say they like to see themselves and then tell them you give them the first six months for free. Is it going to be weekly or monthly?
9: going to be a monthly edition 120 pages
8: 120 pages and it's going to be full pictures color all that right
9: all color everything's going to be a beautiful magazine trust me on that one
8: so uh, like i said earlier you're going to be busy do you have a crew of people that's working with you at different tracks are you working with tracks or let me ask you this are the tracks working with you because i know they can be difficult
9: well right now what we're doing is, is i'm going to let a lot of these tracks wind down from from their year uh get together with them talk with them a little bit about it make sure that we uh we can get their support utilize some of the people from their tracks as as information uh gatherers so to say uh some of the track photographers i mean getting out and taking getting some of their pictures uh obviously i mean hitting five flags in in charlotte county in a week is pretty much well impossible but uh you know i mean it's it's going to be a lot of traveling and uh, a lot to do but i do have a lot of people involved uh, i'd like to just throw out uh uh robert howell who is uh somebody i met when i first got down here who when i told him about it just jumped all over it loved the idea and has uh you know, i mean jumped on board and and he has helped me out tremendously uh i do have a young guy by the name of phil geist who is my web layout gentleman uh who i, I have to say has done a fantastic job with my my logos and uh my apparel logo the the whole nine yards uh I do also have a young man by the name of Michael Kaz, who is going to be my director of sales for advertising and uh, very aggressive, very smart young man. So I do have a, a good backing of people behind me, uh, you know, I mean, that are helping me out in getting this thing underway.
10: Very Tough. interesting. You know,
8: it, it. you would think that all the track owners, if they hear about the magazine coming out, would be getting a hold of you and calling you. You would think that, wouldn't you?
9: I would, unfortunately. Your phone and, doesn't ring for Well, them, and I it. have not really gotten my phone number out there. As I said, I'll let these tracks wind down through the season. Uh, my biggest thing is, is getting this thing released in January and getting the uh, schedules out for next year and uh, going from there.
8: Right. So, I mean, the, the tracks need to uh, definitely listen to you because I think this... Listen, if there's something that would be a good thing in this area, and folks that are out there listening should agree, is that... We have a, a, a pretty decent media here for people to be able to read about racing on Karnak okay, uh, that comes from all kinds of different people out there. But what they don't have is just like what I was talking about, something that they can have. The hard copies of things have gone away. And uh, I think the racers out there would love to see a magazine come out once a month that has track schedules in it again. We used to have one like that. Jack, what, what were some of the other magazines? What happened to them?
0: Well, I don't know. You know, since I've been uh, doing the Carnac thing, there hasn't been any. And, um, I mean, there's been a few startups that I am aware of, um, three or four startups, and they didn't start up very long. And um, But you're right because, like you notice, when somebody gets uh, even just a little one-inch thing in uh, – uh, stock car magazine they're passing it around they're making copies you know? right. right, scott oh absolutely and uh, you know
9: why
8: didn't you come to him and say do you want to do a a, a karnak magazine or a, um uh a inside florida racing magazine what what were you thinking
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he did call me and i'm I did, only kidding i have kidding. to, no, I'm I have only to kidding.
9: say i did get a hold of jack and uh Jack has been a great source. Of he laughed at you.
8: He laughed at you. Tell the truth. <laughs> when you told him this, what did he tell you? We were trying, to invent, no, trying to
10: reinvent the wheel. Is no, that I'm, what you're trying to do?
9: No, actually, you know, it was funny. Jack was very supportive, and uh, Jack just he he, uh, he he made sure he says, you know, we do need printed material out there. Yes, I, I think so. He says, you know, I mean, as, as much as he does for racing, and Jack, God bless you, you you're doing a great job. Uh, he he said we do need printed information out there and, and pictures and. As he said, tons of pictures. And, I mean, I could I could do what a lot of these other magazines do and load it up full of advertising and try to make a million dollars that way. That's not what it's about.
8: You know what? Listen, what I used to like when I used to read the magazines was I used to like good articles. Good articles interest me. I like the articles that, you know, Jack writes and that Jane writes. Um, I have written articles in my lifetime here, too, as well, Um uh, Norm Frozier. I don't know if you know who Norm Frozier. Is. Marty Little. Yeah, Marty Little. These guys have been writing uh, Dave, Dave West for a long time, yeah. and the stories that they can write have gone away a little bit because people online aren't smart enough to even know how to find one of the stories. They go straight to you know the message board and they present themselves on there as this person and this is what they think, and they don't really even because t- it takes time to read. And Jack will tell you that they spend most of their time when they come on the site, not on one of their stories. They spend most of this time on the stupid message board that's not there anymore.
0: Well, well, we have. There's actually different sets of of readership, you know. And uh, there's there's a whole bunch of people. There's a whole bunch of people who read the news stories and never go to the message board, or rarely go. And then there is the set of. uh, I was dealing with a person yesterday who has been on our message boards and been a regular poster for six years, seven years, and I had to give them a tour of Karnak.com's front page. They had no clue that there was all these news stories there.
8: (laughs) Well, and I will say this, because it's the guy that does it, doesn't make things clear all the time. That's all. That could be, too. You know, so, no, there's so much on Karnak, so it is busy, um... And uh, don't get me wrong, you folks out there that post, that, you know, you guys are all great for what you do. There's just a certain But we, we do out there need to print.
0: Did. We do need a, a print uh,
8: I think so. I, I really do because it's not here anymore. I remember when we used to race. There was a few of them that were out. But it costs money to put those S- magazines out. Scott, how many magazines, How
0: many how many uh you might know this, maybe you don't. I don't know. What what do you think the average readership of one magazine is because my experience is based i used to you know from my experience in dealing with print media they get passed around
9: you're talking about a single magazine getting passed around. yeah exactly it, it averages out to a little over five per per there print you go. so if you're looking at you know i mean five people reading one magazine as it gets okay let's let's go to the meat and potatoes it depends i mean you have printed media such as magazines that get distributed to doctor's offices barber shops. I mean, those are getting passed around between hundreds of people who are in there waiting to get seen. Biggest thing for myself would be is if I've got, if I'm getting ready to end up a month and start another month, then that's the perfect place to drop a magazine. Go to a barber shop, go to any of these places and just drop it off there and let people read it. Once again, it's heightening the awareness of short track racing. The race
8: tracks. The race tracks is where you do it. You give away some of them things at the race tracks and let people see them and see what's going on and know that there's somebody out there that cares and read the stories. Like I said, you're going to have to give away hundreds of them things at first, but I think for a guy like me, I mean, I pay. what will a subscription cost? Do you have any idea yet?
9: We're working on some numbers now. I mean, we're we're trying to keep it down right around $295 per edition. You know, roughly That's what I was going to say.
8: If it was $30 for a subscription for a year for our 12 months, I mean, that would be fair. So uh, anything cheaper than that would be more than fair and stand, uh, you know, it would be great for racers out here in our budgets that we have since we don't have any, but I would support it. And I would uh, preach it out here to these folks to, to get them to support it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see it for sure. I'm, I'm sure there'll be a story about the inside Florida racing and this whole fiasco that went on here.
0: What did you think? Um, <laughs> quit it. What do you think Scott, are um, some of the big things you've noticed about Florida stock car
9: racing? Oh, that's a can of worms there. I come from up north. I, I, I opened there. it. Yeah, gently. Pandora's box is opened here. And
8: there's a box full of cans over there.
9: As, as Bob says, we're, as we're sitting in a box here. Uh, he has opened that one. I came from Connecticut uh, and, and being down here for the last year and a half, uh, spent the last year at, at Charlotte County, I've been up to uh, – john sapper place i've been around to a few tracks um there is a lot higher caliber of race car drivers down here uh a lot more kids getting involved in classes that you would not have seen up north uh i mean just it, it seems like there is more money spent down here in racing than you could ever spend up in connecticut and it's weird because connecticut of course having the highest uh you know highest revenue per, per capita uh, you would expect to to see more money going out to do different things. Uh, ESPN, you know, coming from Connecticut, uh, actually from my hometown, and that's not a plug. But uh, is he saying that we got more rednecks, man? Did he just say that?
8: No, The <laughs> thing is, is that they can still don't have any. They don't have as many nice months as we do. That's what it all comes Oh, okay. <laughs>
9: yeah, yeah, of course.
8: Connecticut has shorter. terrible weather. You know what? Four months out of the year, their weather's just horrendous.
9: And, and <laughs> you got that right. Uh, you know, I lived uh, probably about 15, if I have to say, 15 minutes away from Thompson Speedway. Uh, and, and that was, I mean, a stone's throw for anybody who's who's been out that way. Cause I've, that was a great place
8: six months out of the year.
9: Yeah, six months. <laughs> of course, you got to go over the ice classics up there. But, uh, you know, the caliber of racing is so much different down here. There is just a, a lot more money being spent in racing. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are... Uh, really into uh, it seems like this, everybody who wants to get in racing comes down south, uh, you know. And I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of maybe people like Joey Logano, who's done some racing down here. who's from Middletown, Connecticut. Uh, I mean, Zippendelli who's I mean, the of course uh, Tony Stewart's uh, crew chief was from uh, Connecticut as well. So I mean, Connecticut had its fair share of players, but uh, it just seems like there's a lot more money being spent down here on race car driving and uh i mean i i've been in the pits since i was four years old uh i was around a a gentleman who happened to be a crew chief to a sprint car uh and it it was one of those things that once i got into it 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 was a hook i could not get myself out of it now here it is i mean we won't say how many years later and you know i mean I'm, i'm still hooked on it and uh I guarantee, I mean, going years ahead, I'll be hooked on it, but hopefully my print will be out there, and I'll be able to save some of the stories that I get out there and uh, you know, I mean, get other people hooked as well, and that's my, my total goal is to get more people hooked.
8: What you've got to learn to be able to do is take the atmosphere and what somebody sees and feels when they stand in the infield at east bay raceway and watch the late models or the sprint cars run around east bay raceway from the inside of the track right up next to the barrier up there you need to be able to take that feeling and put it in print and when you can get that feeling and you can put it on paper when people open it up they can feel that that's when you're going to sell some magazines how about it jack absolutely and now, by the way bonehead you know
0: Here tonight, we're going to have, uh, at 8 o'clock, we're going to be talking to Larry or Lenny uh, Puglio, the mm-hmm. new president of the TBRA. And we're also going to be talking to Mike Powers, uh, who is uh, uh, working with the new Stars Truck Series. And he's also going to talk about the charity deal, um, the Charity uh, Truckers 200 at Orlando. And we're also going to talk to Becky and uh, Scott Jackman, who, uh, again, run the some, three of the Fast Car Series, including the Florida Mini Stock Challenge. Goodyear Challenge and Southern Sportsman mm-hmm. and we're going to talk more with um, Scott, but right now we need to fill our refreshments refill our refreshments
8: <laughs> Well good, you're listening to Inside Florida Racing and you're listening to Bonehead and no, I'm not a lesbian Be right back This is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA.
1: When purchasing a technical product like brakes, there is no substitute for quality and experience. In the performance industry, no one has more experience than the brake man. The brake man has been designing high-performance solutions for a variety of applications for almost 40 years. The current products from the brake man are among the most advanced on the market. The Tornado Calibers are the only calibers in the performance industry to carry a U.S. patent number and a new line of pads and rotors. The Brakeman Super Brakes are solving brake problems on hard-use vehicles, from police cars to ambulances and a variety of fleet vehicles. So if you're towing a trailer, carrying heavy loads, or just plain want to extend the life and stopping power of your vehicle, it's time to call the Brakeman. On the web at thebrakeman.com.
5: Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website, or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation,
2: Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Fantasy Football Manager Guy. Mr. Fantasy Football Manager Guy. Every year you assemble your closest friends to prepare for another season in the knockdown, dragout world of make believe football. Fourth and inches. You were born with the one skill every manager needs to play fantasy football. Absolutely no skill playing real football. Not so good at catching. Imaginary catches. Imaginary touchdowns. Next up, an imaginary score with an imaginary woman. Good imagination. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light-O-Swami of the sidelines. You may come in dead last, but you're always first with us. Mr. Fantasy Football Manager guy. Bud Light Beer, anheuser Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.
8: There we go. Man, I gotta stay on top of Jack all the time. Hey, like a hawk. Yeah. Listen, y'all. Uh... You're listening to Inside Florida Racing. By the way, I'm Rob Elting, AKA Bonehead. You've got uh, Jack, AKA uh, Smith, Madman across the water, and Scott here. Uh, we're going. Uh, we've been talking about um, his new magazine.
9: Yeah. Thank you very much, Rob. Uh, What's the
8: name of the magazine? Yeah. That's. Thank you have you. to always yeah. spit that thing out every time somebody says. What's the name of the magazine?
9: Sorry, it's uh, Sunshine State Racing is the name of the magazine.
8: Sunshine State Racing. He's going to be covering everything from circle track to uh, dirt, asphalt. You going to do drag racing and stuff? You going to try to really cover go karts and?
9: Karts will carry. Uh, I'm still trying to debate on whether or not we want to do the drag or not. Yeah. We want to try to keep do uh, circle track, short track racing.
8: So. Can't get much shorter than a drag strip. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, like Jack said earlier, we are going to have a, a packed show here today. Uh, eight o'clock, we're going to be talking to, uh, Lenny Puglio about the, uh, TBARA and his new position there and what's going on. And, uh, I'm talking to Jeff Choquette, the big winner. Oh, wow. Something's wrong there. Go ahead. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. So what's up, big winner? <laughs> How's it going? Good, man. I mean, a week later, after we sat here and talked about what it was going to be like to be the winner, and then, uh, <laughs> folks, you're listening to Jeff Choquette by the way, winner of the Florida Governors Cup, 2007. Uh, two-time winner. Can you believe that? How old are you, Jeff? Uh, I'll be
11: 21 in December.
8: 21, and he's two-time winner of the Cup already, so he, he could be a seven-time winner. You never know.
11: Uh, that would be
8: nice. Yeah, be it would nice. be great because no matter. Now, Jeff, you know, something that I was thinking, I was talking to somebody about you, which, you know, when you win these races and you do good like you are, there's a lot of people talking about you. And uh, everybody's like, well, what what's the future for Jeff what, what What's going to go on with him? Uh, tell me uh, what you feel the future of Jeff Choquette is. What would you like um,
11: to see? You know, that's really still up in the air right now. Um, I, you know, I'm. Next year, I think I'm, you know, I'm going to run some uh, the ASA South again, and uh, we're probably going to do some more races with Dicky, right? You know, whatever races he wants to go to with him, we just kind of hit and miss, and uh, hopefully a lot of dirt races are in between all them ASA races and the and the Sun belt races. But um, I, you know, with the sponsorship that I have, you know, we you know, I'd like to move up to ARCA Pro Cup. Uh, but we're at you know. This phone's
8: ringing off the hook. You hear it?
11: <laughs> yeah, uh, we're at the we're at the max that you know we can do it right now. And uh, with sponsorship, we can always move up. But more than likely, I'm just going to do the same thing I did last year.
8: So no calls from uh, like any NASCAR guys or anything. Uh, does that does that ever happen, or is this like something that no, we no, it does think not about? happen. Just, it just never happens. Tell, tell him it don't happen, Jeff.
11: Uh, no, I, I've never seen it. Um, but uh, it was, sure would be nice, you know, to get a call from somebody.
8: And, now, don't they uh, have it. any kind of tryouts for guys that are twenty-one years old that are just setting the world on fire well, here in Florida?
0: Well, Jeff was one. You were one of the top top twelve in the Gong Show, right?
11: Yeah, we were, and uh, you know, they. I think they they did away with the Gong Show this year, right? Um, I think they went and they went another Avenue. And they you know they got an Archer car, and uh, they went and got an Archer car uh they're, they're doing they're testing some drivers through that way i'm not sure how they're getting the drivers to test them but um i tried to get you know in the chevy test chevy kind of does a gong show type of deal but you know just out there trying to knock on some doors and, and get some phone calls
8: yeah i think that uh i think he's got a future uh for sure the name jeff Choquette. i love that last name for a racer it's a racer's name and son you're out there um uh, driving the car like a real racer so uh Um, I I sure hope something happens for you. But you know what? Everything's happening for you. What are we talking about? Jeffrey. You never got that call. You're doing great. When, when When the race started
0: and the enforcer jumped up on the outside of you or the inside of you, I don't remember which. The enforcer. You guys went around the track a few times. What was that like?
11: Who, who's, the, who's the enforcer? Mr.
8: Clean. <laughs>
2: Mr. That's Schofield.
8: The
11: ball-headed ball number zeros. I still, don't, I still don't. I know who you're talking about now. Schofield. I, I still, Jeff. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um,
0: <laughs> the enforcer, you know.
11: Yeah. I still, don't, you know, I still don't know what that was all about. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the race, you know, I was just trying to take it easy. I was just trying to fall in line and... and you know, I got somebody that's beating on the right side of my door trying to get down. I, I don't – I have <laughs> no no comment. So
8: he he wasn't <laughs> running you, Mr. Clean, then, was he? <laughs>
11: no, you know, I think that's the farthest thing from, from you know, what he was doing. But I, I just I – draw drawing a blank there. I don't know what, what he was trying to do. He he was just pinching me down really bad. I mean, and I was starting to think to myself, is this lab 190, 199? I mean <laughs> – what, what lap were we on here? And, and, I mean, he was just pinching me off, trying to hold me down real bad. And he just kept running into the side of the car, and I'm, I just finally backed off and let him in. And...
0: Was he on the outside of you?
11: Yeah, he was. He... Is is that
0: what those marks were on your car?
11: Uh, some of them were. Uh, the other marks were from Jay Middleton, and, and that, was, that was 100% my fault. Uh, the tires, for some reason, tires that race were just terrible, like, I don't know if it was just how cold the track was, or uh, the tires just took forever to come in. And I got inside J, and we went off into turn one, and I just got loose, and I, you know, went up in the J, and and that was 100% my fault. A couple marks were from that, but the, you know, I'd say half of them were for from Jeff Schofield. but I don't know, I have no idea what was going on there.
0: Well, that was. I'll tell you, as a as a fan, just watching the race, you know, uh, it was. Uh... It was a little tense for fans. You're like, yeah. "Oh my god!"
11: You know, and I, like I said, I was thinking to myself. I didn't know if it was the last lap or not. You know, I had to kind of look up on the scoreboard to see what lap it was. But
0: when when I, I
11: don't know what he was thinking there.
0: When did you know you had this one in the bag?
11: Uh when we came in. When we came in the pit, we came in. We short pitted, and Jay Middleton beat us out. And then uh, when Travis Cope and Wayne were behind me. And I wasn't sure how they were going to go about it because I knew everybody has to eventually pit. I wasn't sure if they were going to try to, you know, go gung-ho off the, you know, right after they got their tires. But, you know, they kind of rode back there behind me for a little bit. I don't know how hard they were running. You know, I was just running middle pace. And uh, and then they really, you know, couldn't catch me or weren't trying to pass me. And then we got past Jay, and after after that, you know, I was like, well, you know, We've been good all night, been right here running with everybody. You know, Wayne was kind of behind me. You know, he kind of staying right there with me and Russell. And, uh, you know, I, it's going to be pretty hard for them to, to try to pass me unless, you know, something stupid happens. But when I really found out, you know, hey, we got a really good shot of this is when the two-car pitted and I was lead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So and I noticed, like, when you had the restart with seven laps to go, um, those guys didn't, they couldn't come with you.
11: It was, and thank God for that last restart, you know, because we were we were so good on the restarts, but we got that real long run before the last restart, and I noticed Travis was in my rearview mirror was starting to catch me little by little, and and uh, it was definitely, I think there was about 15 to go at that time. It definitely would have been a race to the finish if uh, it would have went green all the way, but like I said, I knew I was so good on the restarts, and, you know, I'm just glad we got that last restart, so we could get out there and get away from them.
0: Well, it's been pretty cool because I tell you, you know, I mean, you won the first time you went went to the race in 2004. You came in second one year. You broke one year before early on before it ever got going, really. And uh, yeah, and so you won uh, two of them.
8: That's pretty good, man.
11: Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's That's pretty fantastic.
11: That's a statement,
8: man. And and now. not to mention, did what did you do? Go race a dirt race the next day, or something, or the day before? The
9: week?
11: Um, I don't, I don't remember. I, I, for some reason, I'm trying to think. I, I came from a dirt race before that. I, I don't, I don't. I was trying to remember that because I ran a dirt race, you know, before the Governor's Cup this weekend. So I was trying to. I, I think I remember running a dirt race right around the Governor's Cup last time, but I was trying to remember. That'd be. It you know, pretty funny if I wanted to win a third race before the 2004 government.
0: So what are you doing, paying fans to vote for you on the ASA website?
11: No. no that's, <laughs> that's my girlfriend, and my girlfriend's doing most of the voting, and uh, my mom and them are doing a little bit when they have time. But uh, if I have 50,000 votes, 49,000 of them are for my girlfriend.
8: Gotcha. <laughs> she must really love you.
11: <laughs> she sits there and hits that back her button all night. So. <laughs> that's the voting the they got going on there, you know, it—I it, don't, don't understand why they're doing that. You know, because people sit there and they get their families and their fan clubs to sit there and hit back in her, back in Okay, folks, well, you so know, that's,
0: you're... that's a lot of a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, there are ways to run those things where you 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 know keep the that sort of thing to a very minimum. Yeah. But
8: uh ASA's uh, not that smart, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well they just haven't got that they haven't <laughs> figured that out yet. What they
11: did is they did it on purpose. I think that you know, they were they were wanting it to be like that Everybody So they'd
8: have a lot of votes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like American Idol. Is that who they think they are?
11: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like well, so f- <laughs> folks,
8: the good news is if you if you you, know, you want Jeff Joquette to win, just go there. ASALatemodels. Right. ASA Late yeah, ASA Late Models. Please, please go vote for me. How how do they do it? Forward, backs, forward, back. What do they do?
11: Yeah, you, you, click, <laughs> you you click on the button and then you you hit vote and then you just keep it backspace enter, backspace enter, and you just keep voting. For what
0: vote. What do you think about this new magazine? We're talking with uh, Scott Lombard here, who's got the new. Uh, what's the name of it, Scott?
9: Sunshine State <laughs>
8: Hey, we're gonna know the name of it. We're gonna know the name of it before the show's over. Sunshine State Racing.
9: I'm starting to get your lead-ins here. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Never heard of
8: it. Yeah, neither have I. But it's out January. January comes out. He's got a question for you, Jeff.
0: Okay.
9: Hey, Jeff. uh, Just just to let you know, uh, that was a great race, by the way, and uh, congratulations. Uh, Sitting here, it it almost sounds like you're you're always reverting. Thank you, Jack. Always reverting back to your last win as your your most recent memory here. Uh, Sounds like it's amnesia past uh, the uh, Governor's Cup. (laughs) <laughs> Say that again? It sounds like it's amnesia past the governor's cup here. You just remember your last win and, and uh they keep asking about uh previous races you ran, and uh I I guess you gotta be really happy about this win and that's all that's on your mind right now. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. taking it. You know,
11: I really I am mean, especially since two thousand four when I first went to New Smyrna and you know I really didn't even know what the governor's cup was. I was just, you know, really happy what I thought I won and you know, this this race here means, you know, a lot more than that one because we're a second-time winner, you know. We we tied Dick Anderson, Wayne Anderson, and you know, and then to, to win it in, in Dick Anderson's car and give him the first Governors Cup win as a car owner, you know, it really means a lot. And there's not a whole lot of big races in Florida to go win, and and when you do go win one, it you know, it really means lot. Yeah, and
8: in and, and 2004, Scott, when he got there and he won this race, he's a dirt Mr. Dirt racer. Okay, he <laughs> comes freaks- in here. He doesn't know who any of these guys are. These and racers. they don't know him. They don't know him. He doesn't that's, know them.
11: That's, a, that's the best way to race. You know?
8: <laughs> it was. You had no respect for any of them.
11: <laughs> well, I had respect for them. I had respect for all the races. But you know, I, sometimes when you get somebody, you know, big names on on your back bumper, yeah, uh, kind of a little little bit of added pressure, you know, because you know they're good, and, and it just gives you a little bit of pressure, and sometimes you mess up under pressure. Jeff,
0: we just got a couple of minutes here left, but uh, what's this about the dirt car? And uh, East Bay Winter Nationals?
11: Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go do that or not. Uh, you know, we kind of plan on running new Sumerna Speed Weeks, and I don't think we're going to go do the Winter Nationals. It, it just takes so much to prepare for that race. It's it, it just. Gotcha. It, it's unreal. And, and I think we're going to run a couple. I think we got our next race after the Snowball Derby is going to be a, another dirt race. And yeah. We're going to run around a little bit with the new dirt series that come out. Uh, I forget the, even the name of it now, but um, I think United.
0: United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. That's, that's right. It, that's it.
8: Bubble of Love Sponge Clems in it. Yeah,
11: we're going to go around <laughs> with them a little bit and, and miss races when I have time. And My cousin also races. So you're, you,
8: you guys are over
0: there working hard right now to get this car ready for the Derby? Is that what you're doing?
11: Yeah, well, we're, we're loading everything up, and we're going to go up to Dick Anderson's, and we're going to go up there and work on his car and uh his car's already ready to go but go up there and, and fine tune a couple little things scale it and uh go up there and, and practice for the derby when it comes time
0: so, sounds good man I'll tell you what congratulations again on your uh, your big deal win there that the governor's cup is uh that was a very very cool thing and it was a it was a great event and uh it was like you said it was uh, I stood there and uh, took some pictures of, of Dicky and I, one of them just uh it reeks of pride
11: thank you yeah, it's very cool. He, he, was, he was really happy. He he, uh, he wanted to take the – he told me after we won the Cecil William Memorial, he said, you know, this guy I, meant a lot to me. You know, I really – I knew him really well. And I just – I want to, if you don't mind, can I take it, the trophy home and, you know, put it in my house? It's no problem, you know. And uh, he he told me I could have the Governor's Cup trophy. And after the race, he said, do you mind if I take it home with me?
2: <laughs>
11: I can show so that the people come by. <laughs> I, I, said, I said, no problem. I
8: gotta, I'll be up here anyway, so all right, there. buddy. You should have told him to, to take the money and and buy another one <laughs> get two copies. oh, that's great, man uh, congratulations for sure there Jeff. It was great uh, talking much. to you, you know, and you're a good uh a good interview as well, you know uh you've done well, i'm sure uh talking to all the media. Which uh, you probably have had to talk to a little bit of media since you won the race, huh? uh,
11: just a little bit uh you know the normal we talked to Daytona newspaper uh speed fifty one and uh not that many guys i I was surprised uh, there was only I think I did two interviews after the race, and now I'm doing this radio, here you go
0: well, up you race. know this you, is the big one right, yeah, here. well, this is yeah. the big one, you go up there and win that one at snowball. Your phone, you may have to take it off the hook
8: for a while.
9: I may have to change my number.
8: Yeah, but you just tell them that uh, you've got to give Inside Florida Racing the uh, actual scoop first.
9: Do not, I I will. Do not change (laughs) that phone number until I get a hold of you, please. Jeff,
8: talk to you later, man. All right, take it easy, Jeff. Bye. Take it easy. Well, uh, there you have it, Jeff Choquette, winner, winner, winner
0: of the turkey dinner. I'll tell you what to put a put an exclamation point on the governor's cup deal. uh, Somebody remarked to me after the race. about all the the young talent But not just the young talent How professional uh, In every respect uh, This whole big crew of, of young super late model drivers are and, and Jeff just exemplifies that
8: Yes I think so Says he has respect for all drivers And that's always a good thing to hear Because you never know who you're racing against And even in 2004 when he came in there as a nobody daughter, We were talking to him the other day He was like I didn't,
10: I didn't know who he was
8: Quick break, man, then we're going to come back with Lenny Puglio, TBRA president. Lenny Puglio. TBRA, inside Florida racing. Don't go anywhere.
0: Following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
2: Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Today we salute you, Mr. Fantasy Football Manager guy. Mr. Fantasy Football Manager guy. Every year you assemble your closest friends to prepare for another season in the knockdown drag out world of make believe football. and inches. You were born with the one skill every manager needs to play fantasy football. Absolutely no skill playing real football. Not so good at catching. Imaginary catches. Imaginary touchdowns. Next up, an imaginary score with an imaginary woman. Good imagination. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, O Swami of the sidelines. You may come in dead last, but you're always first with us. Mr. Fantasy Football Manager Guy. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Joe
8: Irwin.
1: And this is Wayne Jefferson.
8: From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA.
1: When purchasing a technical product like brakes, there is no substitute for quality and experience. In the performance industry, no one has more experience than the brake man. The brake man has been designing high-performance solutions for a variety of applications for almost 40 years. The current products from the brake man are among the most advanced on the market. The Tornado Calibers are the only calibers in the performance industry to carry a U.S. patent number and a new line of pads and rotors. The Brakeman Super Brakes are solving brake problems on hard-use vehicles, from police cars to ambulances and a variety of fleet vehicles. So if you're towing a trailer, carrying heavy loads, or just plain want to extend the life and stopping power of your vehicle, it's time to call the Brakeman. On the web at thebrakeman.com.
5: Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done.
8: Baron but Baron Check one, two. All right. You're back. We're back. We're back. You're we're, back. We're, we're all back. back. Are we all back? Yeah. Yeah, Scott looks like Lombard we are. in here. What's the name of that magazine? Sunshine
5: State Racing magazine. Sunshine State Racing. Sunshine. State. Your online racing community says. Enough of
0: that, Scott. That's a Not double you, Scott. The
8: Doubler other Scott. Double.
5: Scott who does the commercial.
8: That's another Scott. All right, man. I'll tell you what. Bonehead, you
0: listen, Rob. There was a there was an election this weekend, presidential, the presidential election. Absolutely, presidential politics is a wonderful thing, and uh, this only this was the TBARA, Tampa
12: Bay.
8: Go ahead. What is it? What's TBARA stand for?
12: Tampa Bay Area Racing Association. <laughs> and that's the president speaking. Is
0: <laughs> is this
8: the Len, president Lenny, elect uh, Lenny Puglio?
12: That is correct.
0: All right, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Lenny. That's uh, Rob Bonehead Elting you're talking to, and I'm Jack Smith, and we have Scott Lombard, who's the uh, the publisher and uh, of the new magazine coming out in January. He's here with us, and he may have a question or two for you too. So,
8: uh, go ahead, Rob. Um, Lenny, uh, nice to talk to you. I've, we know each other. I'm a, a native F- Floridian, Tampa, so I obviously know you for many years of being around Tampa and having your Corvette place and um, you've been a figure with your uh, with racing now and sprint cars uh, with some of your drivers that you have for a while in the TBARA. Uh, tell the folks about this uh, new new voting in of you as the president and what the what's the future of the TBARA. You know, I'm hearing all kinds of things. Fix me up. Tell me what's going on.
12: Well, we're not really going uh, to change too much in it. We're just going to try and take it to the next level. Don Ream, who's been the past president for the past 12 years, did an excellent job bringing the club out of extinction to where it is. Now we have car counts as high as during speed week, 37, 38 cars on a normal race night. We'll have between 24 to 28 cars. And, uh, we're just going out and looking for a little bit more advertising to try and raise the level of the club and, uh, hopefully Don's going to still be with us. Uh, we're trying to, uh, we're going to make a position for Don and, uh, he's still going to be sell the tires and the racing fuel. And, you know, he's been an icon in the club for so long. It You know, it's just that it, you know, the members thought we needed change and, you know, we'll see what we can do and go from there. That's, you know, basically what we're doing, you know, and, um uh, so, so we got some other members coming in Got the big 400 race coming up, you know, next, not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, you know, and then we got some racing coming up at the PIR show in Orlando. That'll be a USAC race. And, uh, we plan to attend both those. Uh, I still own, uh, a USAC car, which is a non wing car. You know, USAC doesn't run any wings, but, uh, I really like the winged outlaw sprint. Dave Steele's been driving for me for the past three and a half years and uh I sold all my wing stuff to a local guy, a land developer, and he's gonna Dave is still gonna be the driver and my crew chief's still gonna be the crew chief on it and probably the whole crew will remain the same but this way I can devote more time into uh you know working with the T B A R A and trying to get you know, take it to the next level. That's what it's all about.
8: So, are are you guys looking for more racers in your organization? Are you looking for um a, a, an even better show than what you have? I mean, you guys really put on a great show. Me being a late model racer, I think that you guys show up and you bring everything to the table and 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 really put on a fantastic show from the flagman to the officials to to the, the guy in the Jeep running around.
12: Oh yeah. Uh well, you know, The club, what we're basically trying to do is we're trying to promote and find a major sponsor for the club. We've never had a major sponsor. You know, like, you have uh, the uh, other Sprint Car Clubs have Auto Parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts as their major sponsor. And uh, we're going to go after that. And we got some businessmen as some of the officers in the corporation. And, uh, you know, we're all looking to the same thing, just to take the club to another level, but and and improve it, you know, uh, do a little more advertising, do a little more, some more promotional stuff with it, and uh, you know, that's basically what we're going to do. We don't want to change anything, because the floor mat of the club is really known all over the United States as one of the, it's actually one of the oldest and best clubs in the country, you know, so, uh, Other than that, you know, all we can do is try and make improvements on it. It's definitely been a great club, and I've enjoyed running with it, and, you know, Dave likes it, and you've got some pretty big names that have run in this club, you know, in the past, and we have memorials for a lot of those people that have passed away, and we want to kind of step those up to 50 lappers this year. In other words, all the memorial races, we plan for them to be 50 lap races, and, we're going to do our best you know if you win it you get two grand two thousand you know and just try and improve everything you know
8: right um i'm definitely uh one of the drivers that i think out here in racing is for um leveling uh the the payouts you know there's guys that talk oh wow we should be running for four thousand to win and we should be getting yada yada to do this or that Um, What are your feelings in some of the the, the payout structures? Because you've been involved in it for a while now, and you see that it's not about money. It's about guys showing up to race.
12: Right. If you go into racing to make money, you're (laughs) in the wrong
2: business.
12: (laughs) You know, uh, well, one problem is, you know, it's hard to go out and find a sponsor to run a sprint car on an evening, you know, uh, any of them, if you buy three new tires. You know, a right rear, a left rear, and a right front. You buy your alcohol. Alcohol is going to be up about four dollars and a quarter a gallon this coming year. It went from when we started; it was two bucks a gallon, and now it. I mean, it, I just paid three dollars and seventy-five cents a gallon for alcohol at the, the last race. So, what I'm sitting here saying is, you know, the cost factor, your gas and your truck getting to the racetrack. You know, your Stopping and eating before the race, stopping and eating after the races, you know, and everything. You know, you can win six or $700, and you haven't covered your expenses, you know. And, of course, your driver, he gets his cut out of the purse, you know, and goes anywhere between 20% to 50%, depending on how good they are. And, you know, it's just we need money all the way down the ladder.
8: You know, absolutely
12: even and and like show up money is only about two hundred twenty dollars you know for showing up and, and starting a feature you know well if you you know we're going to try and raise that to you know get it up in the 300 mark you know and do that you know and the it, it's just you know it's hard to get money from people and you know the economy's not in the best of shape right now and the racing part of the economy it takes special people you have to be a racer to want to go the races you know and nascar has taken saturday night racing down the tube as far as my concerns are you know because when people can sit at home and watch a race in their living room get up out of their chair go to their refrigerator you know it's a lot more number one economical it's a lot more comfortable and You know, that's what a lot of it has come to, you know. So uh, we're trying to survive out there. And, you know, you go to Indianapolis, I go up to Indy a lot, and they run races seven nights a week. That's how big racing is in Indianapolis. And, you know, they have all the tracks up there, dirt and pavement tracks, you know. And down here, if you draw 4,000 people at a race, you've really done something up there you go to a wednesday night dirt race in kokomo indiana and you're like there's probably 10,000 people there i mean it's unbelievable you know so you know and it, it it's hard on people especially when you got families and stuff like that you know you just got to do the best you can do you know and we're trying to hammer out money from you know donations and trying to get some you know a major sponsor and you know just trying to You know, it's been a great club, and for any club to be around as long as it's, you know, been around, it speaks for itself, you know. So, that's about all I can say.
8: Well, it's going to, it's nice to hear that there's not going to be a lot of change there. That was my concern. Uh,
12: No, Don had the club running real good. We had a few issues in the club and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, but we hammered them all out this weekend at our annual meeting, and, uh, you know, we look to, uh, you know, we want Don to be a part of the club. And, you know, there's, it's just the way it needs to be. You know, he's really the icon of the club. And uh, so we're going to continue and try and raise the bar. And that is all we're going to do. We don't have a problem with There's a few rules that were changed and, you know, voted on by the club members. Everything's voted on by the club members. So, you know, uh, hopefully... Uh, rules book has been in existence a long time. The procedures on where you start and where you don't start have been in the book, you know, for years. So, you know, and it's just like they try and make the club. We don't qualify. You go on point on a four-race average, and the points leader always will start 12th as long as he makes the transfer in his heat race, which is each heat race, the top four transfer automatically to the feature. So, and usually we have with 24 cars or 27, we'll have three heat races. So, you know, once you get over 26 cars, they usually go to a B Bane and pull them out of that. But,
8: Lenny, let me ask you something. What brought on the voting for a new president?
12: Uh, there were several issues going on over the last couple of years. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, it's just the way. The club was running in the direction it was running in, and club members, you know, uh, they saw what was going on, and, you know, I decided I saw what was going on, and we wanted to, you know, I said, well, I'll run for president, and, uh, you know, we voted for a change, you know, and it's just, I don't want to pinpoint any one problem, you know, it's just, there were a few issues, and it needed to be resolved, and, you know, sometimes changes are good, you know, and. I hope and, uh, I'm sure it will be, you know, we're going to do a good job and, uh, that's what our goal is and we're working on it. Started Sunday morning. The election was Saturday afternoon and we've been hammering away at it today. Tonight we had another meeting and, uh, you know, we're just trying to get things straightened out. And so when Speed Week comes up, we'll have everything in a row and be able to run our program and, you know, We're going to try and give the crowd a little bit more than they've been getting and, you know, see if they're happy about it all. And we'll know, you know, we're going to, you know, the promoters have been calling me and we got meetings with them next week. And, uh, you know, a lot of the schedules can't be set up until NASCAR posts their schedules because a lot of tracks will not run on the weekend that NASCAR runs. So, you know, that's where we're at there.
0: Uh, lenny we got a few questions that people sent in uh, to us that uh, you know knew you would be on the show and wanted to to uh check out one is um do do you anticipate any change in the purse structure
12: uh that we're definitely gonna try and uh get that accomplished at uh you know raise the purse yes that is that is primary. Probably one of the most important things on the, of the issues that we have to contend with. That is probably the primary one and we want to end up, we, are a club. We do scoring by, you know, actually individuals do the scoring. We want to buy our own transponders and, um, you know, have, you know, like USAC runs and like NASCAR runs. So we don't depend on the individuals to do the scoring and then we eliminate errors and stuff. You know, all of that kind of rigmarole and stuff going on. You know what I'm trying to say. but
8: yeah, You guys get around so fast, transponders would almost be a, a definite must. It would be tough to well, score I'm, one of your well, races. I'll tell you,
0: if you ever...
12: I was, when, you run, like, when we go up to run the 500, the little 500, I run it three times. and When you get up there and you start out with 33 cars on a little bullring racetrack three wide... Hmm. Let me tell you, you gotta have transponder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been in
12: uh, whether they they probably did do it, but I don't know how they ever. Did,
8: they ask each other, "Hey, what place are we in?" What's going on, they ask each other, "What place are we in?" And they're like, "I don't know, just keep going." <laughs>
0: I, I've been in the uh, I've been in the tower a few times, Lenny, when the uh, T B A R A was racing and uh, watching the scores is uh, man, it's. Uh, it's an impo- well, it's sight, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's almost hard to describe. <laughs> it's
8: a race in itself.
12: Well, I think at, at DeSoto one night we ran a thirty lap feature and ran it in five minutes forty nine seconds. Right, it ran, right. flag to flag, non stop. Let me tell you, that's getting around there. And then I know it. Uh- that's
8: not enough show, though, Lenny.
12: Huh?
8: That's not enough show. For the fans, that's not enough show. So it needs to be 50 lappers at least.
12: Right, right. Well, you know, a lot of those cars, you know, they burn a lot of fuel, and the tanks on them are only about 20. Most of them are like 27 gallon. Right. Some of them even have smaller ones, and uh, okay, you know, the problem is is when you run a 50 lapper, boy, you got to really you can't have a lot of cautions and all else. The fuel becomes a problem. Then, seeing the little 500, we run a 40 gallon tank, and we do, and you're on a shorter racetrack. When you run DeSoto, you know, it's quite larger than, you know, the little racetrack at Anderson that you run the 500 on, so you're going to burn a lot more fuel because you're in the throttle a lot longer. So, But, you know, it all works out good. You know, it's all about having fun. And, you know, people that race, most of them, you know, they don't do it for a living. They do it because they love it, you know. And uh, I've been in all facets of racing, you know, Drag racing, go kart racing, offshore boat racing—you know—and um, you know, I've just enjoyed it all. You know, I kind of wish I'd have got into sprint car racing at an earlier date, but you know, uh, it didn't work out that way. So, which? Yeah, which we'll, go ahead. Go on ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, uh, which um, racetracks in 2008 uh, will the TBRA be at? Uh, basically, like last year, or what did any changes well,
12: did there? We- usually starts out all the same or has. it. We start out at Inverness, then the next night, that's on a Friday night. Then on Saturday night, we go to New Smyrna, run New Smyrna on Saturday and Sunday. And then the following Saturday night, we come back and run DeSoto. And we have a lot of people from up north down here running because, of, you know, the winter set it there and stuff like that. Now, they're supposed to have a real big crowd at the 400 coming up. They said they got like 36 cars, so that'll be a good race, you know. But uh, you know, it's 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 like anything else. You know, we're we're planning on uh, somewhere our race schedule is going to be between twenty and twenty four races. You know, so we'll be running probably DeSoto quite a bit. We're probably going to run Ponte Gorda quite a bit. Bobby Deal has contacted me, and you know, we got to sit down with them all and hash out a schedule. And you know, <laughs> but
2: nothing's
12: really going to nothing's really going to change. So it's just you know keep it running.
8: Well we talked about we talked about
12: for more money, you know, one of those kind of deals, you know what I'm saying.
8: Well, so we talked about the purse structure is going to change. W- what's the purse you guys have been running as opposed to what you're going to change?
12: The purse you mean?
8: Yeah, I mean uh, uh, you've, uh, have you been running for 2000 to win and it's going no, to change no, to 3
12: to win on a normal 30 lap night is a 1120 bucks. Okay. What the first place guy wins?
8: What the last place guy get?
12: Uh, depending on how many cars he, uh, 20 cars, 20 cars. Yeah. I'd say the last, I haven't looked at all that, uh, but I'd say the last place car probably gets between 200 to
8: $300. So how's it going to change?
12: How's it going to change?
8: Yeah. What's it going to change to? What's the winner going to get? And what's the last place guy going to get?
12: Well, what we want to do is take and, uh, try and get, uh, the schedule up to where it's 1500 to win. And then. It pays back accordingly the way it is now, uh, and we want to take and pay more money from sixth on back. Right. Hopefully, you know when a guy shows up at the racetrack, if at all, you know, we'd like for him as long as he starts the feature. You, instead of getting two hundred dollars, would take and get somewhere around three or hundred or maybe even three fifty.
8: And you guys don't have any entry fee, right? Entry fee? Do you guys have an entry fee?
12: No, we pay $25 to get into racetrack, so and then we pay for a pit slab at a few racetracks, you know, but uh, no. Uh-uh.
8: So would you guys entertain paying an entry fee to get more payout?
12: Well, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get sponsorship for people to make up the difference along with what we get paid in the purse from the track. Is right. What, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get individual sponsors you know that'll take and put up money and then when we run these uh, memorial races we want to take and pay two thousand to win right and 350 to start you know what i'm trying to say and
8: those would be 50 lap races right
12: yeah 50 laps you know when the crowd gets more for their money the track promoter gets more for his money and everything like that
0: well you know we've done uh, on on carnac.com over the the years we've done uh all kinds of different surveys. We've done some that were, you know, pretty, uh, uh, I would say, professionally done. And then some that were just, you know, loose, loose like, surveys on message boards and things like that. We've surveyed the, this whole thing up, upside and down over the years. And every way we do it, the TBARA comes out uh, as the number one touring series, the fan favorite, every year. And that's been every year since we've been doing that sort of thing, which has been like nine or ten years and uh,
12: oh i wouldn't doubt it yeah. i mean it they're on top of their game it's a you know it was it's really an established club and got a good foundation on it you know all we want to do is just leave everything pretty much the way it was we just want to try and take it to the next level and you know get the pay you know the get the you know the uh racers and you know, let them make a little more money. You know, I mean, they spend a lot of money. Not you don't ever get paid for your time, but if you could at least get paid for your expenses, you know, it, it would help out. So, you know.
8: Right. I know, as um, late model racers, I know that we pay. We have to pay an entry fee, hundred and fifty or hundred and seventy-five or two hundred dollars, whatever it is. Then we had to buy tires. We got to buy everything. Oh, we, spend oh. Oh, we spend a thousand. We spend a thousand. And uh, it, it's about the same way, you know. The way I look at it, I'm just glad. I guess the tracks are hey, you are, are there. a late
0: model driver, whining to the president of the TBRA. Hey, uh, just joking, man. Hey, uh, Lenny, uh, uh, Scott Lombard, uh, who is uh, uh, coming out with the new magazine uh, in January, he's got a question for you here.
9: Lenny, it's Scott from Sunshine State Racing. How are you? Yes. How you doing? Uh, congratulations on the uh, on, on becoming president of the TBRA. Uh, one question is: You keep talking about bringing it up to the next level. Uh, the program, the program you're saying, you're going to say you're telling us is staying the same. Is bring it up to the next level? Next level, the just the purse. What are you What are you looking to do?
12: I want to bring the next level up so that we have a larger fan base, more people coming to watch the TBARA run, and I want to increase the purse. I want it to be better known than it is i want more advertising on the club itself i mean you know all the little things i want to do just take and make it into bigger than what it already is
8: he needs tv you need tv exposure is what you're saying
12: oh yes 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 if we got that it could take and you know and then we had that you know the uh what do you call it what they took off the air the uh uh you know cruising scene tv that used to show races around the state of florida
8: oh, right. yeah sure. sure 38 or whatever it was 32 or whatever it was
0: yeah the cable cable opportunities are big
8: but there's another racing channel that's fixing to come out maybe uh they might uh have you talked to those guys at the uh prn
12: uh are you there uh, yeah i'm, I'm listening ha- yeah. have
8: you talked to those guys with the new racing channel that's fixing to come out
12: who is
0: this? I've never heard of. Them. Yeah, PRN, uh, actually, uh, some guys from uh, who who were with uh, ESPN or Speed, one of the two, I forget. Now we had a had the gentleman on our show. On the front page, actually, of um, Karnak.com, there is a link uh, to the website where they're still um, they're they're doing some stuff where they're still working out the major sponsorships and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I think we're going to hear something probably by the uh, PRI show because they've been doing this all year long.
12: Is this uh, PRA out of uh, Indianapolis?
0: I thought I, I think it's out of uh, Ohio, Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm going from from a poor memory right now, because we talked yeah, well,
12: to... Are they the ones that were going to run the old Silver Crown cars and run the series? Oh, no, no, no. This is a completely different thing.
8: Now, no. these guys are going to have all kinds of racing on, and uh, I think that the TBARA would be right up their alley for programming because they're going to be looking at 24-7 programming of races that are going on. So
0: Yeah, the deal is to cover cover all the kind of racing that is just not quite uh, up to
8: NASCAR standards. Yeah,
0: like speed, you know, a lot of <laughs> stuff. There's too much. There's so much racing going on, and this is what they came up with. There's, there's so much motorsports out there, but speed only has so many, you know, things they can put on. And uh, so... It's an alternative to that, and and the, and he's absolutely right because I, I'm more and more remembering now. But the TBRA is exactly the kind of series that you know would be up the up uh, up the, the that up their alley, so
8: to speak. Well, I think that the local and Florida racing, the TBRA, when you go watch one of their races, that is uh, very worthy of being filmed by some you know a film crew. If you had TV cameras all over the place and cameras inside the cars, imagine the footage. That you could put off, you know, during one of these races. You know, during the five minutes of that thirty-five laps over there at Desoto, you imagine the 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 film that you could have gotten, you know, and how interesting that would have been. And they could have stretched that five minutes out over an hour.
0: <laughs> actually, actually, it's uh, T R N. It's the Racing Network. It's T R N.
12: Oh, okay, okay. P R A was another division that.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a whole different up. thing. Yeah, it's right. the the Racing Network and. uh their website is theracingnetwork.com, and they have a survey that they're doing because they need to show uh, the major, big-time sponsors uh, the numbers, and uh, and that's sort of stuff they're doing. And then they have a message board where people can go ask questions and whatnot. And there's tons and tons of of questions and and uh, you know thousands, literally, of questions and answers on there.
8: Well, there's more to racing than NASCAR for television, and uh, it's going to take. Uh... Uh, you know the general public out there to realize that, and and uh, somebody to stick their neck out and start stowing some stuff. You know that's uh, more interesting than just, you know, the the, the forty races of the NASCAR season.
12: Right. Oh, I agree. I I think if a person's a real race person, and he ever does go to a winged outlaw race, you know, and it's so much different to watch him on pavement than it is to watch him on the dirt. Absolutely. I mean, you know.
8: It's scary to watch them on the asphalt. It's
12: scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's scary. On the,
8: dirt, yeah. It, on the dirt, you can stand it, but on the asphalt, I'm telling you, it puts me on my feet every time, and I can't get enough of it because they never just run quite enough laps. Right, right. Which is great like because people look for a,
12: I like them to run a lot of laps because, uh, you know, it makes the guys that have to start in the back give them a little more time to get to the front. You know what I'm saying. So.
8: Well, I know David likes to run as many laps as they'll have.
12: <laughs> yeah and he likes to run up front yeah in all those laps
8: that's one thing you picked a great driver now let me ask you something is old man dave pletcher going to be doing some more racing in the, the sprint cars
12: uh we tried we were going to put him one in a, a what was it about three or four months ago i still talk to dave a lot you know he's a great uh late model racer right you Know what i'm saying and he he. He ran good in the sprint cars, you know what I'm saying. But well, he won
8: his first race. That's what he always tells me. You know, I won my first sprint car race run in that thing.
12: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did.
8: I remember when he He's, was...
12: Uh, you know, uh, I watched him win a lot of races, boy. I'll tell you what, in a late model I mean, I didn't watch him too much in sprint cars. I really wasn't into it then. I got involved in it pretty much after he was out of it. But uh, I've been friends with him a long time. I remember when he raced at Daytona.
8: Yeah, in the 80s. Years and years ago. That's right. He's one of the only guys out there that's got a true NASCAR trading card. He was a true NASCAR driver. A lot of people didn't know that. Hey, uh, listen, uh, it's been great talking to you, Lenny. Uh, the TBARA is going to continue to be great. It's great to hear that you're going to keep Don in there. Um, is Child still going to be the flag man?
12: Pardon, I didn't hear you, Doc. Is
8: the Wild Child still going to be the flag man?
12: Uh, we're working on that right now. We had a conversation. Uh, w- one of the uh, what's he
8: want? A hundred thousand a year?
12: Because <laughs> nah, nah. he, he loves it. I know. So we're gonna see. We're gonna try and you know keep everybody in in the in the circle and hopefully it'll all work out. But uh, <laughs> tell them guys that want some TV exposure to come on down and watch this race.
0: There They'll you
12: go. A lot of fun. You know.
0: All right. Good deal Lenny Puglio, new president of the TBRA. Thank you very much for uh, spending some time with us. Uh, going let you get back to your your pals at dinner there. All right. Thank Thanks you very much. Take Thanks, it man. easy. All right. Bye-bye now.
8: All right, there you have it. The new president elect of the TBRA, Lenny Puglio. Yeah. Send yeah. your send your cards and letters too.
0: Feedback at USA. Dot .com Let's take a break.
8: We'll be right back.
0: We certainly will. We will be right back.
6: Yeah, you know, we got, we got to thinking at the shop, and this track is so good on tires, and, and, and you know, if you don't just the only tire you got to take care of is the right front. Me and Dickie sat down, and we said, you know, hey, we're going to come in a short pit. Everybody else is going to have to pit sometime or another, so, you know, we're going to come in, and we'll be leading at the end. You're the best. And, uh, you know, we came in and worked out the plan. Uh, You know, there were a couple. We didn't expect some guys to come with us and made us run a little bit harder than we wanted to there early on, but it worked out. Looks like. All right. Well,
7: congratulations to you, Jeff. Your second win. Ricky Anderson, your car owner's got wins. Did you give him his first as a car owner? It's got to make you feel good.
6: Oh yeah. You know he he knows what it means to win this race. He's done it twice and. I just feel honored just to tie him and, and you know and to do it in his car is an honor. I just gotta thank all those guys, Chuck, everybody who come out uh, to watch me race, the whole village fan club. They're all waiting to get some pictures and
7: uh, we're, thanks everybody. Let me get in here real quick. Vicky Anderson the driver here first as a car owner it has got to make you feel really good boy you guys dominated there toward the end. Well you know all year long we've had uh, just an unbelievable race car and we proved it the last race up in uh, Lake City at the Cecil Williams Memorial and uh, the last uh, Governor's Cup here last year we felt like we had the car to win we had a hub break and warm-ups but uh, you know the Governor's Cup really means a lot that's that's like our Daytona 500 here you know in Florida and uh, you know uh, me and my son both have won it and and it's just great to win it Jeff now. Well, Dickie, congratulations to you. We'll let you get over there and get the pictures too. All right, buddy. Thank you.
8: This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA.
1: O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fastlane, only on Real Race in USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. from the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, five flags in Nashville. The ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly Riley ASA Fastlane Only on Real Racing USA When purchasing a technical product like Brakes, there is no substitute for quality and experience. In the performance industry, no one has more experience than the Brakeman. The Brakeman has been designing high-performance solutions for a variety of applications for almost 40 years. The current products from the Brakeman are among the most advanced on the market. The Tornado Calibers are the only calibers in the performance industry to carry a U.S. patent number and a new line of pads and rotors. The Brakeman Super Brakes are solving brake problems on hard-use vehicles, from police cars to ambulances and a variety of fleet vehicles. So if you're towing a trailer, carrying heavy loads, or just plain want to extend the life and stopping power of your vehicle, it's time to call the Brakeman. On the web at thebrakeman.com.
0: What are we listening to? What what is people? What what is this? What is this?
8: I don't know, but is, it,
0: is this is this, and, and then you, I'm gonna have to turn this guy down because I'm not ready to talk to him yet. The guy we have on hold. What, what is go, wrong go. with you? I just I just I had too much caffeine today. Okay, let's get going. We're a real racing USA's Monday night edition.
8: Inside Florida racing is what the show's called. There, Oh uh, no, that's what it is. That's what it is. Jackal. <laughs> you know who's on the phone? Well, listen to me now. I just first—I first
0: met this guy, Mike Powers. Yeah. I first met up with him when he was down at Hialeah as a racer, and he really impressed me. And I'm not just blowing smoke here; he really did because the track was going to be closed, like in ten days or two weeks, unless thirty-five thousand dollars was raised. Mike went out and uh, shook a lot of hands and talked to a lot of people and cajoled a lot of people and uh, got $35,000, saved the track, ran it for a year with trophies only, uh, basically kept the place open an extra five, six years longer than it, than it would have been if if, if he hadn't have stepped in because there wasn't nobody doing anything. Since then, Mike, of course, has been going out and taking all the money in the truck racing around the state of Florida, he takes all the money from these poor people, and uh, good for them, he's going to retire next year. And he's here to talk with us tonight. Mike Powers, welcome to Inside Florida Racing.
13: I don't know about taking all the money. I'm trying, but it hasn't been working too well. We've, uh, <laughs> we've had a pretty good season, though.
0: Yeah. yeah, the last few years you've done okay.
13: Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of good people I've met along the ways, whether it be uh, operating the speedway or racing in general. Um, got a great bunch of race fans and people here in the state. Just keep it going every year.
0: A couple of things we want to talk to you about tonight. One is the trucker's... Uh, Charity 200, which I understand you were the first person to uh, sign up for that race and uh, in advance, and also we want to talk to you about the Stars Truck Series, the new uh, truck series on the block.
13: Well, let me start with the Truckers 200. I'll tell you, we, uh, we ran last year. It was the first year that uh, Rick Bristol had put this together, and i got to tell you, as well run as it was, and being spread across two days and being able to actually enjoy yourself at the track with your family and friends was great. Um, I tried to actually sign up that night at the ending of last year's race, and he wouldn't let me. So I uh, told him to make sure to notify me when he was starting to take monies. I'll tell you what, he puts a lot of heart and soul into this. Um, what he's decided to do is do this charity race every year. He originally, I believe, started off, because he used to be my crew chief when we first started in the trucks. Um, he started off possibly doing this for the Victory Junction Gang and then realized there was a lot of people here in our great state that he could help here locally. And last year... Um, he helped with that other family, and then this year the Helmicks with their uh, young baby, Kylie. So he, he picks a new cause every year, and it, it, it's a great function. And I'll tell you, he's got a lot of great people have stepped up to the plate, you know, uh, so far for this year. You know, Biscayne Roofing picked up the main sponsorship. Tampa Bay Truck Wash is doing pole night. Ram Transports uh, doing the Kids State Championship. The Kids are a new feature to this year, um, which we did not have last year. Um, Jimmy Cope's going to sponsor the Kids Championship jacket. Uh Mario Campi with Royal T shirts went ahead and donated 100 shirts for sale to for uh, proceeds to go. Plus, most of Rick's staff, so on and so forth, whether it be official people there in the concessions or whatever, or volunteers. I mean, it's just a great program. Let me switch phones here real quick. Okay, sorry about that. That's all right. Um, he, he puts his heart and soul on it. I'll tell you, it's one of the best programs. I've been around racing now for probably about 10, 12 years, and just the way he runs everything just makes it really fun to be there. I mean, we got done running 200 laps last year. I was ready to go another 200. You know, and it, 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 Well,
0: you, you needed to go another 200 so you could catch Brandon Johnson.
13: Uh, Brandon Johnson was gone. He was in a class of his own last year. Um, we hope to be there this year. We've made some changes, and we're looking forward to it. And uh, we're going with guns loaded this year, that's for sure. And it being that it's possibly going to be my last race, uh, be sure a nice way to finish it up.
8: How many, uh, this is Rob, by the way, how many uh, How many trucks are slated to be there?
13: He plans on starting no more than 32. He's already got 18 pre-signed for the adults, and I believe 12 for the kids, if I'm not mistaken. Um,
8: is we, he running two classes?
13: Yes, they'll be running the kids' trucks and the pros, and then, of course, he's got a bunch of other stuff slated. I believe the Legends... Um, God forgive me if I forget a bunch of these. Uh, Strictly Stock's doing a 500 winner-take-all race. He's got a bunch of stuff planned. He really, really does. The best thing I would recommend if people are interested in is take a look at his website, which is carsracermarketing.com, or you can contact Rick Bristol directly at uh, 407-497-0448. I believe he's gotten most of the sponsorship taken care of, but what I would say to people is just come out and enjoy the night, even if you're just a spectator. You know, I know there was a lot of people last year that couldn't make the race, and their best way they donated was they bought tickets, even though they didn't attend.
0: You know, the cool thing, Mike, is, uh, and, and you know, we do so much. You know, there's so much stuff that goes on the course of the year. A lot of times you just forget things over the years, you know. But uh, I was looking for something the other day, and I remembered I ran across some of the articles from Rick's other charity deal he did before this. And he's done, he did this other thing for like 14 years that... Um, you know the deal up there in Kissimmee, where they raise money for the children's homes, and yeah. um, and
13: uh, I can't remember the name of the program, but I remember.
0: what Yeah, it was really cool, and he did that every year. It was a big deal, and they had go kart races, celebrity go kart races, and and we covered that kind of stuff up there, and it was really really cool to, to see that, especially at this time of year. And now, like that, the success last year of the Truckers 200 was awesome, and it can only be better this year.
13: Well, if I remember correctly, I believe we started 28 trucks in the pro race last year, and I believe 26 finished. Right. Okay, for 200 laps with a pit stop, that's phenomenal. And I think what it is, a lot of the guys and the gals took it to heart and realized this was for a good cause. Um, I know we donated back 100% of our winnings. You know, the the, the little bits of monies that we could have gotten, it definitely went better to Tommy Hopkins and his family there. Um, The Helmix are in a very similar situation this year. uh, Young Kaylee has a a heart condition. She's been through quite a few surgeries already. I know the, the family is fighting hard, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. They've actually uh, lost their home, and they've actually had to file bankruptcy. So it's a neat deal We, when you can actually enjoy the sport that we all love but also give back to a family locally. Um, I mean, just to look at Tommy's eyes last year, I know he's going to be in attendance this year, so we can all get to re-meet him again and see how things are going. You know, and Bristol puts a lot of heart into this. I mean, he gets a lot of people involved. I mean, we got some big names as far as truck racing across the state that will be there. But we also got, um, I believe, David Starr has already confirmed. He'll be sure. with us from the Craftsman Truck Series. And I believe Rick has a couple more possibly up his sleeve that he's trying to confirm, uh, being their schedules and what their contracts allow them to do. Some of them may not be able to, but they'll, they'll be there in attendance to support. And it, just, it really is a neat, neat program. It was one of the best nights of racing I've had in a long, long time.
0: December 14th and 15th, Orlando Speed World.
13: Yes, sir. All right. I mean, I'll be there the night before. So
0: I, I understand you actually signed, you tried to sign up the, the the night of last year's race?
13: Yeah, he wouldn't take my darn money for some reason. <laughs> no, I was ready to go. Like I, <laughs> I told him, I said, I'll take the money now or let's get another 200 lap uh, right now. The lights are still on. That's cool.
0: So yeah. uh, so th- is this going to be your uh, your uh, swan song behind the wheel of a truck?
13: Uh, this may be my swan song totally to racing. Um, Me and my truck owner have decided, uh, he's decided actually to move on. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, step away from his team situation here, whether I get into another venture or not. Probably not. I've actually had a couple offers from a couple of people. Um, We need
0: you on the promotion end of this game, man.
13: Yeah, everybody wants me on that end for some reason.
0: Yeah, imagine that. So what about this Stars Truck Series out of Adale? I believe that's where it sort of was born, huh? It was birthed over there.
13: Uh Yes. What it was is we needed a home track to start our function, is what we needed. And you know, I'm not going to bring no names or anything into it because I don't feel that serves any purposes. It was just time there was a group of truckers that wanted to get things on a level playing field, and that's what we're trying to do. We probably have one of the toughest techs as far as trucks that I've seen, but then again, I haven't been to all the other series. And we're trying to make it a little more acclimated to the family atmosphere again, where some of the series have kind of lost that. Um, and basically, uh, Rex Guy up at Auburndale gave us a home track to start with. We are in negotiations with about, I believe it's four or five other tracks that we did not run last year. Last year, we did have support from Auburndale and Ocala and Citrus, even though we did not run there in the tail end of the season, being they had already, uh, you know, they pretty much had their schedule filled by the time we contacted them, but we will be back there this year. So as of right now, for confirmed tracks, 100%, we do have Auburndale again, um, Citrus and Ocala, even though it is going to dirt, we will probably run two events there this year.
8: There you
13: have it. All right, so, yeah. a little different, you know. Um, these trucks are a lot of fun. I know a lot of guys will say, "Oh, we can't run on dirt." Or, 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 or. Dirt, dirt racing to me. If you can't race dirt, then you're, you know, that's where a lot of these guys learn. If you look at any of your top NASCAR drivers and see where they're coming from, a lot of them have a lot of dirt or we open wheel experience.
0: Well, that's know? easy to say for you. I mean, you learned to race on an inverted flat track.
8: <laughs> Parking lot, huh? That
0: thing had plenty of bank. What are you talking about? <laughs>
8: Parking lot. Yeah,
0: it was. It was banked two degrees the other way. So you got to learn. <laughs> I tell you what. I'm I missed that. I'm sure you do too. Hey, there was no
8: passing on the outside there, and you know it.
0: You know, Mike. One, of, Mike. Still, I tell you, one of my fondest memories of doing this whole racing thing has been uh, that night, that final. I mean, it was so sad, but at the same time. I was just one of my fondest memories of being there on the final night at Hialeah Speedway and seeing that turnout. Uh, I have the I have the T-shirt framed on my wall. You know,
13: yeah, I got one of the same. It's, oh, I'll w- tell you that, that if I had <laughs> to see her go away, that I couldn't have been any better, Jack.
0: That no, was man. unbelievable. huh? Yeah, Seven
13: the luxury of being there with the trucks the last night. Um, we actually ran second that night. We really wanted to win that feature. Yeah. Um, I've driven by the what used to be the facility. It's, it's a
0: Walmart, the, isn't it?
13: Uh, I believe the the. <laughs> One of the facilities on—I can't remember the building—but insult to injury. Guess what they call the plaza? What? Speedway Plaza. Ah, uh, there you go.
0: Well, that's—that was actually nice, I guess. That's at least people will—it's a landmark. They need to put a thing down there, like a statue, a plaque, or a—you know—some kind of thing. You know?
13: I tell you, it's—it's it's a shame. You know, Donny
0: Allison and Bobby Allison and Red Farmer and
8: Dick
13: just think Anderson the business
8: and... might close up one day, and they'll still have the parking lot there, and they can just hold the race there on the parking lot. it be the same thing.
13: Well, originally, I guess uh, Lowe's is going to also be built there, and we tried to get Lowe's into having their own speedway in their parking lot, and that didn't work out. So, you know. <laughs>
8: yeah, they don't like speedways in Florida.
0: So, what was the reason? What was the main reason for this uh, formation of this new truck series, Stars? I mean, was it, was it just like a bunch of guys wanted to, to form a series uh, separate from what was going on? Is that basically what it was?
13: Um, I, I think it was what what. Most teams want is just a level playing field and consistency, and we weren't getting that with some of the series we were running, and that was the idea behind it. And it's very similar to, you know, what I did with Hialeah Speedway. It was just a bunch of dumb racers that gotten together. And, you know, I think if people support and move forward, you know, there's great changes for it. I mean, one of the big things I want to see this year, of course, is some additional tracks, so we're a true touring series. we're working closely with the Rex guy and a possible sponsor to put in place to where there's a guaranteed points fund before we even start the season. You know, and I think that's a big deal to a lot of people. There's been a lot of times, you know, the the carrot and the dollar has been put out there, but it never transpires at the end of the season.
0: You know, I've been up there twice. Uh, I was up there for the grand opening and I was there for the night, the, the modified rain out night, the big race. hmm. And, uh, of course they got a bunch of the features in and stuff, but, um, I was absolutely, I think they got it going, man. I mean, I thought for Auburndale, those are the right people to run that track.
13: Oh, Rex and his family take heart to what they're doing, without yeah. a doubt. And being he's an ex-racer himself, he knows, you know, he's in the similar situation I was when I took over Hialeah. Yeah. You know.
0: They're a fit. They're, they fit that track. Yes, they do. Yeah.
13: You know, and he's supported us 100% and worked with us and, you know, very obtainable to talk with and try to work things out. And I, re- I really think this new series can take off, you know, and, Hopefully, maybe we can get some challenges going against the other series. And you
0: know. yeah, that that little track has uh, there's not a racetrack in this state, including East Bay, I don't think, that has a stronger, just hardcore fan base. That real, I mean, they get into it now.
13: I tell you what, I've been up there on some cold nights, and they're still sitting there in the stands. I'm hiding in the coach, you know. Yeah. And they're still out there in the stands till uh, wee hours of the morning. Uh, yeah. One thing they have done is they've gotten a lot better on their show times. So I will give them that. Yeah. i remember years past going up there and being done at two and three in the morning um
0: yeah they they got it down i mean they, they allowed all the people to come out on the track every every kid in the stand getting his picture taken with all the the drivers and the one two three finishing orders and
13: well that's the family aspect I'm yeah about. i mean that's what that's what drew me into this was the friends and the family um and we lost that the last year and a half or so before we started this little deal um and that's, that's the part I miss, and I think that's part of the reason I'm probably stepping away. And my wife's a little burned out, too, with the traveling. I mean, it's tough for us. We're in Fort Lauderdale, so our closest track's three and a half hours.
8: Yeah, we got nothing in Fort Lauderdale. Them old now, people aren't going to have any racetrack there. You can guarantee that.
13: No, we got indoor golf or uh, go-karts, and that's about you it. You don't even have a football team anymore. I don't even think
8: they have radio stations there. <laughs>
13: <laughs> we definitely don't have a football team. They're going for the perfect season. I'm telling They're you. Whatever it's
0: Yeah, be. Scott, Scott, come, in, come into the studio here, and I got this big... Frame picture at your thing of Dan Marino, you know, and he says, Oh, are you a Dolphin fan? And I didn't say
13: anything <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's gonna what's be, great. Uh, it's going to be a long year for them. Then, yeah, for I'm sure. you.
8: That's what's great about having a couple teams in Florida. You can always say,
0: now, So, or, so where, are you gonna be, where are you going to be at next? Is your next deal the charity race?
13: That's it. We oh. uh, finished up our point season, um, ended up on a pretty good note. We ended up What we had to do is because we merged from existing truck series to this, we did a a two points battle. I carried over basically my lead and ended up winning uh, division one. Jason Vale won division two. Um, I think we had three or four wins this year, quite a few top fives. We had a pretty good season to be honest. So yeah, we're uh, just taking our time. We're going to put the truck back together, put some new bumper covers on it, some new paint, some decals, get it all prettied up. We got some great sponsors for, uh, the, the truck. The truckers 200 that came back on board with us for last year to help offset our tire expense and we're going to come and have some fun
0: all right man we will see you there uh we got to kind of hurry along i guess we we um uh, we got it we got scott jackman and uh, becky uh waiting uh, do you know those folks no i don't yeah they they're the officials that take care of the uh, florida mini stock challenge series uh, oh, southern sportsman and uh goodyear challenge series so we're going to talk to them next man it's really good talking with you And we'll see you problem. up there at December 14th and 15th at Orlando Speed World.
13: Okay. Hey, have a happy right. Thanksgiving. Yes, absolutely. Well, make sure them truckers get their uh, entries in. Got that right, man. Save 50 bucks. See, see you there. All righty. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. All
8: right. There you have it. Charities Trucker 200.
9: What's the name of that magazine?
8: Sunshine State racing. racing. See, I almost got it. I almost hey, got it you down. Should have
9: got it down now. I mean, what's I the name to, of it? Say it again. Sunshine State Racing. Say it again. Sunshine State Racing. There you go, folks.
8: Sunshine State Racing. Uh, Scott Lombard. Was That's that the correct. name? Lombard. Yes sir. yes, sir. All right. Who are you calling over there, Jack? You dialing it up real quick, trying to get a guest on. Yeah. We got to get a guest on. We're coming towards the end of the show, so you better go quick, 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 quick. Yeah, so, uh, Mr. Jackman.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're on yet. you have your front page story all lined up yet?
9: <clears throat> well, I uh, was going to try to get together with the uh, Andersons uh, for the inaugural edition. Uh, they ended up having some uh, problems that happened at uh, Charlotte County when they ran the uh, last super late model. So What, Wayne um, didn't win? <laughs>
8: so that was a problem?
9: <laughs> Wayne did invite me up to uh, to their place up in Wildwood and said, I've got to go up and check out the facility. So I will take him up on that soon, and uh, we'll get that uh, article written. But that is going to be a, uh, our centerpiece, which is uh, going to be a family tradition, basically. you got three generations of racing right there, and that's and a beautiful thing.
8: Where does Showcat fall in that three generations?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. We're going to shift gears, guys. Uh, we have uh, uh, Scott Jackman and uh, Becky Jackman. They run the... Uh, uh, Florida Mini Stock Challenge Series, Southern Sportsman Series, Goodyear Challenge Series, Fast Cars for the Fast Car Organization. Uh, welcome to Inside Florida Racing.
3: Chris Beer,
0: how you guys doing?
3: Doing great. Doing good.
0: All right. So, what's on the agenda, man? What's coming up? What's going to be uh, the what's the buzz with these uh, with these series next year?
3: Well, we're finalizing schedules and uh, uh, doing some tweaking on the uh, rules and. Uh, procedures and such. Uh, we're going full swing next year, just like we did this year.
0: <laughs> is the uh, is the Goodyear Challenge Series going to um, be racing around the state? Or I'm I'm confused from some things I've been told. But is it going to race around the state at lots of tracks, or is it just going to be at the fast car owned tracks of Orlando Speed World, New Smyrna, and Columbia?
10: Boring.
3: Well, I'm trying to uh, get tracks to answer my calls. I haven't had a lot of luck. Um, that, you know, I've got some open dates uh, scheduled for all three series, um, where I can plug those in. If I can just get a yeah. couple people to call me back or, you know, let me know what they want and if they do, and you know, because I want to do that and Becky does too. We want to we want to continue to to spread out and let these drivers showcase their Great talents at all these racetracks, you know. And, you know the outsiders coming in to, you know, pit their skills against the the locals and vice versa. And you know, it's it's been a whale of a series, and I think it would, uh, just be a bonus for everybody.
0: Who who won the championships?
3: Doug Moff won the championship in the Goodyear Challenge Series. Uh, Darren Brown was our Rookie of the Year. Um, Southern Sportsman Series was Richard Elkins Jr. Uh, Joey Cattarelli Got the uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, Robbie Storer won the Florida Mini Stock Challenge, and uh, Chris Zimmerman was our top rookie.
7: So
8: uh, we talked about different tracks. Um, I think it's important um, in a traveling series for sure for these guys to be able to run it, a multitude of different tracks. Um, it's, it's a shame that you know you say you make these phone calls to these promoters and these track owners, and they don't call you back. I believe you. I believe you a hundred percent that that's going on, um, and uh, it's a shame because I think that uh, having traveling series come to these different racetracks is only a benefit to them, but they act like it's such an inconvenience sometimes.
3: Uh, well, I know everybody's wrapping things up for the year, and uh, they got you know bigger fish to fry to say, um, but you know hopefully we can we can get them pinned down and they'll they'll jump in the pool, so to speak, and, you know, we can all, you know, do some great racing, I I, I love every track I've ever been to, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's the driver against the racetrack, plus it's the other drivers, and, um, you know, we got drivers that are going on to bigger and better things, and because of that, they get exposure, they get, um, you know, they
4: get hurt about, or whatever, and,
3: can springboard him into something
4: bigger as in the case with justin larson yeah right
0: yeah, absolutely <laughs> he's going to go asa racing i guess yeah
4: we were we were really pleased to hear that and we wished him the best of luck we really enjoyed um working with him this season and and all his crew it was a real pleasure
8: now what a racing family he comes from right oh
4: yeah
8: of a lot of racers larson's what a huge family of racers that is <laughs> one of the things in
0: uh i got uh, was out of the studio here just for a minute. And hopefully, you didn't cover this already. But uh, the Florida Mini Stock Challenge Series—what can be done to increase the car counts in that deal?
11: Uh,
3: well, we're working on a few different things. Uh, we're we're going to ease the schedule up a little bit. First of all, um, to try to this past year we had to we had to make some adjustments because. We were working with five series, um, so we had to run both series together, being the sportsman and the mini stock. And uh, in order to fulfill our obligations and the schedule races, um, next year we're proposing eight to nine races, which would be roughly one a month. Um, that way, they can still compete at their local track if they wish. If not, They've got time in between because, you know, they don't, although they're called little late models these days, they don't run a, a quick change rear end. It takes some time to to change their, their rear ends and things like that. And um, I've listened to the concerns of the drivers, and I've talked to people who are in the know. Uh, and, and I've got a lot of good ideas, and uh, I should have... Majority of the, the rule clarifications and things like that done after this weekend. Um, and
8: For the folks uh, down south, are you going to be racing at uh, Charlotte County and or DeSoto Speedway?
3: Uh, we open at DeSoto with the Southern Sportsman and the Mini Stocks next year. Um, Charlotte County's one I'm waiting
8: on. Is that one you're not getting a phone call back from? Because I'll straighten that out. I'll guarantee you. <laughs> Rob will go down there, and he will straighten it out, or he'll straighten his arm out. Trust Linda, me. Linda, are you listening out there? That He's not getting a phone call back. He wants to bring a show to Sh- Charlotte County Motorsports Park. I'm sure Linda's listening. Though. You'll get a return phone call. Call him again tomorrow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: Bobby Deal, I know
8: you're listening. He's having a beer listening to us right now. Rob,
0: Rob has pulled out there. You know? I have
8: push, not pull. Oh, he has
0: push. Okay.
8: <laughs> they, they push me around. <laughs> so,
0: so, Scott, here's the question of the week. What was the deal with the car uh, at New Smyrna pre-race and post-race that won the race?
8: How much did Steve Doerr pay you? That's what it's all about.
0: <laughs>
8: uh, I'm just kidding. I know Steve's got lots of money, though.
3: That's probably the toughest part of this job, if you want to call it a job. I do it for fun, but um, the seven car had his motor set back too far. Um, We give a one-inch tolerance on the setback, and it was set back quite a ways. Um, Six inches, I heard? uh, Five to six inches, yeah.
8: Yeah, that's quite a ways. That's in the driver's seat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. so, um, in trying to, um uh, accommodate as it would be, um, we talked about adding some weight and then, um, I got the, what you would call a, uh, formula of how to do that. Right. And I got that from Don, of course. Right. Um. For every inch you move the motor back, you gain a percent and a half of rear weight. So we instructed the team to put a certain amount of weight in front of the flywheel. Right. Which they put weight on the car, but they didn't put enough weight on the car is what it was.
0: I got you. So they didn't... that That's why he was DQ, because he didn't weigh enough.
8: How come you guys didn't tell him to load that thing up at the beginning and go home and come back with the right car? That's ridiculous. So you, Ro- Rob's, Rob's a, I don't know if you know Rob. Rob
0: races late models and super late models.
8: That doesn't really so matter. He's, so he's
0: just an opinionated
8: racer, you know? And he's, I, I just find it hard to believe that you guys even would make an accommodation for that. That's like, That's like... That's somebody trying to cheat, is what that is.
3: Well... <laughs> Yeah.
8: Well, then you'd send him home. You should have told him to load it up and go home. That would have made the rest of the racers happy. If I was racing against him, I wouldn't. Nothing that you could have done, no Don Neron uh, formula of cheaters um, could do it, you know. Not, not, not that. Now, I mean, if he came and he was a little bit off on weight or he had a little bit different motor because they run at a different racetrack, but if there's no racetracks that are running those cars with the motor six inches back, he was definitely trying to cheat the system. I'd tell him to load up, lose all your points, lose everything of the day, and that probably would have made everybody happy there, but that's just me. So what happened?
3: Well, it's, it, that was a moot point. He wasn't a member anyway, so <laughs> the points were kinda of moot at that point.
10: Right. Yeah.
4: Um, I guess we were just so um overwhelmed and excited to see, you know, twenty five cars hit the property that day after going through the whole season seeing That's true you know, top count
8: absolutely
4: a dozen this year. Which was,
8: you know <laughs> That was a, But two, if five of them would have had their motors six inches back then that wouldn't have been any good.
0: But it was Becky I'll tell you, Becky, you're absolutely right, because I was when I got there and I was told there was twenty three or twenty four or twenty five whatever it was, I couldn't believe it.
2: I know. <laughs> I
0: couldn't I could not believe it. It took I had to go look. <laughs> that was cool. That was very cool.
8: And it was uh, I'm impressed that Don Neron gave them a formula though because usually he just doesn't he doesn't let me race. <laughs>
3: Well, I think it all it all fell under that same umbrella. Well,
8: the bonehead I didn't rule. Had
3: anybody to race with all year? And now we got a field of cars to put on a race, but race.
8: Yeah, exactly. Oh, so he wasn't somebody that had normally been showing up every week. No, no. Or every time, not every week, but when you guys raced.
4: No, he he had raced the series in the past and, and run as a member, um, but uh, actually, I don't think we'd seen him at all this year. So. I got this
0: picture. I took this picture of of Steve Dor talking <laughs> to Don Narone. Really? In the pre-race festivities, no, you don't. Yes, I do. And when I, when I, and when I took the picture, I'm capturing it in my head. Door making a deal with the, with Neron, <laughs> and, and this this was like in the pre-race thing. I, I swear to God,
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looked like one of those. You know?
8: see how the media can turn things around. Oh yeah, and we're not even real media.
3: <laughs> but nevertheless. You know everything that did happen and like i told these guys even with the the low amount of cars we had at our at our mini stock races and and the the good count we had on the southern sportsman although it did wane at the end of the year they never disappoint me as far as racing i've very seldom seen just you know one of those shows where you just want to get it over with because these guys get out there and race they race each other they don't they don't crash each other they they use their heads and they have a lot of fun and that's that's what it's supposed to
0: be well, they're good series they are i mean they're they're great series and we we certainly man the more cars that they you know i mean you get twenty five cars showing up for every
8: race you got something you jack know? we we missed something here what's that um so you guys told the guy that he needed to add weight and then he wins the race right right right. And then what'd you guys tell him?
3: They weighed
8: the weight and it wasn't enough. <laughs> oh, he didn't put enough yeah. weight on that. Yeah, you missed that. He didn't put enough oh, weight. That was the point. I thought that he ended up winning, and then everybody was mad. And no. Then, oh, so he, no, no. Oh, okay. So he probably didn't figure he was gonna win. So I put the weight on.
0: No, he went. Back, Becky went back there and tasered him with that taser, Scott guy. <laughs>
8: Uh, I guess you showed him, Becky. He'll never do that again.
2: him right
8: up. <laughs> okay, so that answers the question of how Steve Dor waxed his way into the winner's circle. Yeah. Because he made a deal with Don Narone, and you've got a picture of it. That's right. Folks, you heard it first right here inside Florida Racing. Uh, well, no, folks, that's not how it panned out. Well, it sounds like you guys did, you know, at least a job of trying to make everybody happy and let everybody race. And if the guy would have put the weight on and he'd have won, then he'd have gone home the winner and Steve Dor would have been second. What, uh, let me ask you this what does it
0: cost, um, what, what is the cost for, just in general, for a, uh, a, a Goodyear challenge car these days? What's it cost to, to, to put one of those out on the track?
13: Uh,
8: 30? I can can't answer it. <laughs> Thirty thousand probably. Yeah, because you got to have a good piece. You got to have a good car. You got to have a great car in that because the motors are all the same. So, um, you know, you got to have a a, a great well, car at least, and a great driver. Well,
0: at least at least Klauser didn't win it again. You had a new winner. Yeah. Who would he say? No, won? I mean, nothing against Rich. You know what I mean? But boy, he was getting on it, wasn't he? Who would you say won? Rich. I said
8: Rich Klauser.
4: Doug Moff took it this. Yeah, year. Doug
8: Moff won. Now, he's the guy that's been racing for a long well, time. Doug's been around, yeah.
4: Bowser had it the last two seasons previous. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was, that was good to see a new one on top up there. Yeah, and you had
8: Joe Winchell running with you a whole bunch,
0: right?
4: Right. Yeah.
8: Well, fantastic. How many races did you guys end up running this year?
4: We um, good year. had 13 scheduled, and we ended up um, running 12.
8: And you had a points season and everything, a banquet? you going to have a banquet?
4: Yeah, we'll have that. I don't have a, a date yet other than it'll be in January. As soon as we get the final date, we'll get that put out there on the wire. Well,
8: who's the big sponsors of it? At least you could throw that out for us. <laughs> Goodyear Challenge?
4: I want to the other end. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's another thing we're fishing for. We want to get some associate what? you know, sponsorship. So
8: what's Goodyear doing for what? you? Is that just the name you're using? Goodyear. Yeah, what do they do for you? Do they put up money for your uh, banquet and all that for your points fund?
3: Yeah, they they um, uh, they help out with with all the series. Really, we run the Goodyear tires, of course, and um, a, a percentage of the the tires are rebated to the series points fund.
9: That's cool. We, um, we're, we're,
0: go ahead, Scott. We
3: had some some smaller associate sponsors as far as uh, throughout the year. We even had racers that put up. Uh, Money's for uh hard charger, halfway leader, things like that. The Larsons, uh Brian Faircloth, uh with the, um
4: Mr. K Oak. Yeah,
3: Mr. K mm-hmm.
11: um,
3: the Herds in the Southern Sportsman Series. Just everybody, you know, we were a little thin this year, but everybody, you know, stepped up and pitched in. Uh, my nephew, uh Barrett Creative. Um, he threw in some money this year for certain things and um You know, and that's where we're headed on our off-season is to start working on uh, sponsorships and and trying to make it where uh, they can uh, compete. Maybe we can, you know, knock a little off the entries or something like that if we have a – I guess a lot of people don't understand that your entry fee is going to your points fund. Right. It's not – you know, it's not just pocketing money; that it goes into the points
0: fund. It's not the promoters' bingo fund. No, <laughs> no, no, not
3: at
4: all.
0: What? Uh, <laughs> what? Where do? What? Where do the drivers come from? What? The in the uh, Goodyear Challenge, like, you know, we got all these kids running around the uh, state now in super late models, late models, this, that, and the other thing that came from trucks. You know, the kids racing trucks and whatnot. Where do the? Well, where, where are the feeder series for the Goodyear Challenge?
3: Um, well, both the Southern Sportsman Series and the Mini Stocks have graduated people into into the Goodyear Series.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's um, several. I mean, go ahead. Jeremy
3: Colangelo came out of the Legend Cars. Yeah. Um, Justin Larson. Yeah, Justin was a, a championship cart racer.
0: You know, maybe he's we just the Larson maybe we that can, makes him a racer. You know, maybe we can do some things this year with the uh, with that section of the Fast Car Tours website. You know, for those series deals right. and, and we can do some things with the websites to promote the drivers a little more than we have been yeah, doing.
4: That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, we got got the announcement the other night uh, at New Smyrna that Cody Blair was planning on moving up into the late model. So, you know, it's definitely both of those series, the mini stocks and the sportsmen are both feeders we feel like for the for the late model for the good year.
0: You are you two gonna do that insanity called World Series this year? Oh yeah. <laughs> you better be rested up.
4: Yeah, we'll have the we'll have the Speed Fest at Lakeland USA in January. January, yeah. Kick into the ten days up there at New Smyrna for the Asphalt World of, World Series Asphalt Racing stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay busy. Yeah,
0: because you work, you, you just work. I mean, you do these things at the track. I mean, constantly, whether your series are running or if you got a if you have a week off where you don't have a ser- one of your series running, you're still working, aren't you?
4: Yeah, well, that that was the case. You know, this season. I mean we we had the three that you know we had on our plate to be in charge of and and then we also helped with the sunbelt and the modifieds and and trucks and then of course when we're at you know any of the series or at lake when it's all hands on deck um and I've even helped out you know some uh, down at Desoto down there a couple times so you know we stay busy with it and it's it's almost it turns into into year round but as Scott was saying earlier um, we've kind of backed off of uh, other commitments as in, within the Fast Car family, as far as the tours, and that way, free us up a little bit to put our energies into these three series: the Goodyear, the Southern Sportsman, and the Mini Stocks.
0: That's a good thing. Did you guys hear about the new uh, racing magazine coming out in January? The publication.
4: What's it called, Jack? Yeah, yeah, I saw that on I saw that on the board.
0: What's yeah. it called, Jack? Scott, what's the name of this magazine again? Sunshine State Racing. Sunshine State Racing, coming out in January. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's a good deal. A hundred and some pages. 120. 120. 120 pages, glossy covers, you know, real top-quality stuff here, man.
8: He's going to be covering series events and stuff in there. Imagine that.
4: Well, that's uh, great. great. Schedules? Yeah, that's what we're trying to work on is It's this, a. This, uh, Do some things to help promote these three series, because I think that's a part of it, too, that these drivers, you know, they want to feel like they're a part of something, you know, that's at the top of the heap, you know. So that's what we're going to be working on. Just
8: remember his name, Scott Lombard. Okay, got it. Sunshine State Racing.
0: You'll you'll probably get a complimentary copy. Yeah, at
8: least one. (laughs) Hopefully we get one.
0: Listen, if there's anything we can do to help you, when's the next event you're doing? Um, well
4: we're 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 done now and we'll um like I said, we'll in January we'll Lakeland to Lakeland at USA for that speed fest deal. When is that? That is I remember that's the last let's see, like the twenty fourth. That's three days.
0: Yeah. Wow. Twenty fifth,
4: twenty sixth.
0: Yeah, that's the big deal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. North versus south Florida. challenge and all that and all right. Yeah, Hatfield's. No, that's a different yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, that's a different one. All right, well, we appreciate it. Scott. Thanks a lot for for stopping by with us. And Becky, uh, uh, you need to keep doing this stuff, man. You need to keep doing this media stuff. All right. Yeah. Good. Thank you very much.
8: Make right. sure you tell all your racers to listen to inside Florida Racing.
0: And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving.
4: All right, y'all do the same. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Right. Take it easy. Bye bye.
8: There you have it. Another interesting night. Another big night inside Florida Racing. You got to hear the inside scoop from Mr. Jeff Choquette, the winner, two-time winner, of the Florida's Governor Cup and uh, Florida Governor's Cup. Excuse me. 40,
0: uh, 42nd annual.
8: 42nd annual, and uh, you heard him talk about getting ready for the derby, the big snowball derby. Um, what else did we learn today?
0: Well, we talked to Lenny Puglio, TBRA.
8: Well, we learned that nothing's going to change. That's right. Um,
0: we learned that uh, Mike Powers is... Uh, says again he's going to quit racing. I don't believe it.
8: Well, we learned that there is a new racing magazine called Sunshine State Racing. And it's going to be coming out in January. Inaugural Issue is going to be talking about the Andersons, the Anderson family, the trilogy of the Anderson family. And, of course, there will be a story in there about Inside Florida Racing and uh, everything that Jack has done uh, for racing.
0: Oh, quit it! And on on uh, Real Racing USA's website, there will be a link with a thing, a graphical link where you can go to Sunshine State Racing Magazine, and uh, Jack's almost got it. Now. Yeah, and get your subscription. He's almost got it. Well, that's it, the all whole right. point. See, we got to repeat repetition is that's what it's all about. Tomorrow night on uh, Real Racing USA Live, our Tuesday night offering from Real Racing USA, we have. Ritz Augustine, retire in retirement in retirement, and you definitely don't want to miss this because he is uh, one of the most uh, interesting fellows you'll ever meet in racing or
8: anywhere else. Who's Rick, the host of that show?
0: Uh, Rick, Angie's, and myself, as a matter of fact. What happened to
8: the Rocket Man?
0: Well, the Rocket Man's here and there. I don't think he's going to be with us tonight or tomorrow night, but he might be. We're also going to have Dennis Huth, who is uh, the man who actually created and started the Craftsman Truck Series. Dennis who Huth Huth, <laughs> who owns the uh, who owns the uh, rights to the ASA logos and name and all that. He does a sanctioning body called the A that sanctions uh, tracks through the ASA. And we're also going to have Joe Schmalling, who's the competition director for the new Super Cup series that'll be racing in North Carolina using Super. Are using a Hooters Pro Cup steel-bodied cars, which are no longer used by the Pro Cup. Sleds. Sleds, yeah. But you don't want to miss. For, uh, and then uh, uh, Wednesday night, we have on the O'Reilly ASA Fast Lane Show, we have Ron Varney, who is the president of the ASA Late Model Series.
8: And then Thursday, we eat turkey all day and watch football. It's Alice's Restaurant on Thursday.
0: <laughs> Imagine
8: that. Hey, remember to tune us in next week, same time, same place. Seven to nine whatever inside Florida Racing Um, for uh, Scott Lombard. Sunshine State
0: Racing Magazine. Yes. That's not what this is. This is Real Racing USA.
8: For Scott Lombard, for Jack Karnak, I'm Rob Elting, a.k.a. Bonehead. You guys have a great day and a great night and a great week and make sure you go to the races Saturday. When you do the St. Pete Boogie
10: You're really gonna have it all When you do the St. Pete Boogie You're really gonna have it all Down the south side of town Yeah In some hole in the wall I got to do Jump until I fall. I've got to do the same people again. I'm gonna jump until.